are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good with you? Honey, happy Sunday. It's Sunday, fun day. Christmas is almost here. I'm ready. What's going on, honey? Well, we have like five days until Christmas and clearly everybody is doing last minute shopping because every time I go outside, the traffic is horrible. Like there's no parking in any parking lot. So I guess lots of people are getting their last minute Christmas shopping in, but um, I'm good as always. How are you? How's your weekend been? Um, I've been recovering. And so uh, my man was here catering and pampering me all weekend. Aww. And waiting on me. So, you know, I love some pampering, honey. Um, especially if I don't have to do any work. Oh, um, so, so spoiled. Uh finally, finally got the house um decorated. So wait a minute, you're just now decorating for Christmas? Just finished decorating for I'm Christmas. About, I'm not about, but your tree was I'm, already up. No, girl, we just got the damn tree up yesterday. I'm not about to play with you. How you gonna now have Solomon tree up? Girl, better late than never, shit. <laughs> and it's a tree tree. It's not like a little bitty tree on the table, shit. Oh, be satisfied. He better take it and deal with it. He need to be happy that he's getting gifts, period. Uh -oh. So, hey, Solomon. Um, Girl, wait a minute. So, the la yesterday's live stream, he actually got on to me. He said, you didn't give me a special shout out at the end. Why didn't you give me a special shout out? Uh -oh. I'm like, bro. So this show is dedicated to my son, Solomon. Solomon, I hope you are having a wonderful time. Um, I love you. I thank you for being a wonderful son. You are my favorite son. And I love you very much. So shout out to him. Shout out to Solomon baby because solomon gave me the blues yesterday like well, you gave everybody else a shout out but me and i'm like bro but i i said all to all the men in my life he was ooh. like but you didn't say my name and i'm like wow he <laughs> want a special shout out where you are announcing that is for him specifically baby don't lump him in with everybody else honey i see so i i was i was a little taken aback but <laughs> roger that was a little shoving his butt i guess now now you know um well i'm glad you've had a good weekend and finally got the freaking tree up you play too much um wait so you got your presents wrapped too concrete no i don't wrap the presents because like you know santa doesn't come until christmas night i've never ever wrapped my presents early and put them under the tree but um you know my tree is up and i have like little hints of christmas around the house because uh, my fiance doesn't celebrate Christmas. He celebrates Kwanzaa. So I don't want to be like intrusive with my Christmas celebration. But I have my tree up since like the Thanksgiving, the weekend of Thanksgiving. Early behind. Mm. No worries. Martha. I'm not dealing with Concrete Stewart. Hush. <laughs> yes. So, um, Trees up, Christmas is ready. Mm -hmm. Jessica X, are you ready? Let me drop uh, that link in the chat. This link is only for Jessica X, Miss Jessica X, honey. Not right. for you, not for you people in the chat, but for <laughs> Jessica X. So we're That's gonna get the question. This. Jessica X, are you ready? That's the question of the hour um of the show. <laughs> are you ready, Jessica? 
Jessica, be ready, honey, because like we got some tough questions, honey. Absolutely. We, we, we was going to get it all uh, figured out, straightened out, all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. we about to get all the tea. We about to get it. And it's, I'm certain that it's piping hot. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be an interesting show. While we're waiting for Jessica to join us, um, have you seen anything crazy going on? Anything um, in the social media sphere? Wait, are you on Clubhouse? No, girl. You know Why I'm not? always late to the party. <laughs> girl, it, it was hard enough to get me on Instagram. Um, I feel like my Facebook should be famous by now, but... Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so but no, I'm not on Clubhouse yet. But I heard Clubhouse is popping, you it know. Is. You so, plan. is it really like that? I I actually, oh, I joined yeah, actually yesterday. So was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? It was yesterday or the day before yesterday. And I've been just kind of figuring it out, listening in, and joining in, and listening to just different conversations. And why is Kevin still like one of the primary topics of conversation in circles. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can just go into a room and listen. And I did that twice yesterday, random rooms, and both times they were talking about Kevin. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That is so interesting, Concrete. Uh, we can barely get you on YouTube good, and here you, you are. You know what? <laughs> uh -uh. Okay, yeah, let's just let's I'm just, conversation alone. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm literally in shock. Like, wow, Concrete, I'm so proud of you. This is amazing. You need to stop. You need to come <laughs> on with the come on and um, sign up. Okay, I, I'll get to it. Oh, not you didn't not you turning into Miss Social. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Listen, there's going to be too many demands on my life. I already know it, but I, it's interesting because it's still new. Wow. Christmas wishes do come true. This uh, is hush, amazing. Hush. <laughs> hey, Jessica. Jessica, what's going on, honey? Hey. Jessica, are you ready? Yeah, do you... Pardon? I said, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you just stretched it out. <laughs> You said you're going to ask me some hard questions. I'm like, <laughs> but I'm ready. Yes. yes, concrete with her BS. You know how she do, honey. So, you I'm, know, I think I'm going to play good cop today. So concrete. I'm actually going to let you go first because I'm about to log in. So I don't have any technical issues. So I'm logging in on my computer and I'll probably switch my profile out. But um, do you want to go ahead and go first? Yes, so we'll start off soft. We're going to start off <laughs> nice and easy. You know, like some Tina Turner stuff, honey. We're going to be rolling on a ribbon in a minute, though. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting off with Usher nice and slow. Moving over to, right. <laughs> to Tina. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're in the nanosphere. Um, your platform has grown tremendously fast. What brought you to the manosphere? Good question. Um, I stumbled upon the Manosphere by chance, by chance. So, um, a, one of O'Shea's videos popped up in my recommended, mm -hmm. and from there I went watched it. Um, O'Shea's really funny, you know. So I was I was over there watching O'Shea, and that's sort of how I got into the the Manosphere, I suppose. Um, in O'Shea's chat, I saw Mister Fantastic. 
a few other people. Mr. Fantastic said he had a channel. So I went over to his channel, checked it out. And that's where I, I hopped on my first panel. And that's how it all started. <laughs> so your, your first official panel was um, Fantastic's panel, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mm. would you say that Fantastic is your YouTube daddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, he, he's um one of one of my friends <laughs> on YouTube, but um, yeah, that's that's where it all started out. That's where it all started out over that, there. Though. She didn't put fantastic in YouTube friend zone, child. She said oh. that. Ain't okay. <laughs> she said your YouTube daddy. I want to know though, Jessica. It seems as though, like pretty much from the beginning, you were pretty well received in this space. And that is not the typical reception that black women receive when they come into the space. But I want to know if you have any idea as to why you were so well received or, um, you know, why, you know, you received kind of the reception from the men that you did. They kind of um, took to you pretty quickly. And, you know, there wasn't this um pessimistic attitude towards like everything that you say like they do with a lot of black women um so i want to know wh why do you think you were so well received um do you know what i think that's kind of a misconception oh. that i came in and everybody just loved me you know um you know i had this i don't know how could i put it like easy entry i think that's a misconception because um you know, you had comments about, oh, she's got an accent, things like that. But I I got a grilling coming in. It wasn't just, you know, oh, look, um, hey, you know, come in, come and sit over here. We like you. It wasn't it wasn't like that. Um, I received, like I said, a grilling when I first came in. And I believe that I just proved myself, you know, I was up for, you know, ask me anything. I'm going to give you an honest answer. And I think people could see that. And that's why, um, you know, people said, okay, do you know what? I think you're cool. You're not like the other women who are going to come in and avoid ans an answering questions, avoid certain things. You're not going to come in and bash us. You're not going to come in and do all of those things. It's just, you know, I'm giving my honest opinion. I think this is wrong. This is right. And I think that's, that's what um, people can respect about me. So would you say that you got um, more... Um, negative feedback from the men or the women? Um, there were only a few women when I when I came, but there were some women around. So numbers wise, um, obviously from from the men, but if we're going like percentage wise, <laughs> definitely from from the women. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So is it? Do you do you? Um, I wanted to ask first off. I I, I know that you know there are some. Uh, differences in um, you're from the UK, right? Yeah. Uh, in the UK and you know the United States, like I wanted to ask, you know, have you, um, like growing up, did you find yourself bonding with black women, or you know, and have you ever kind of been received and accepted into the quote unquote sisterhood, so to speak? <laughs> you know my my ideologies might not be something that everybody can can get down with you know so um 
that's always been an issue but it's more I choose to just keep my myself away from certain people but then in real life yeah I have black friends white friends and London is is very diverse you know very diverse so when you grow up I okay I don't know about America so I can't compare it to America but um you know here in like when we grew up in school we had white people black people mixed people um a lot of you know like South Asian people and we all we're friends with each other so we're much more I think integrated in that sense so I have friends of all different colors but did you have like a you know core like I guess black friend group or maybe not black friend group but let's say like black relatives even like you know a group of black cousins or a group of black women or young girls in your life that you you know grew up with or around yeah, yeah, half half my family is black, you know, so okay. I grew up around a lot of a lot of black women, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you you said you okay, you grew up around black people and stuff like that, right? Mhm. Um, would you say so you know, we're going to get off into it. Colorism <laughs> has been like one of the buzzwords of the entire sector. Um, we're starting to hear a lot about it um, from Chrissy to I am Eloho from Paris, Milan. Would you say that colorism was um, a big issue when you were growing up in London? Um, <clears throat> no, it, it depends because it's it depends in which dynamic we're talking about. So um, in school, for example, I, I didn't feel that. I didn't, but then within family dynamics, I knew that I could be treated differently by some of the people that we were around, you know, okay. um, because obviously it's it's Nigerian culture and um, do you know what? There, there was some mean, <laughs> there were some mean older, older ladies, there, there were. Um, Put it this way, it's it's almost just like slight slight differences in the way that people treat you. So, okay, to give an example, just say, okay, Nigerians, we have a lot of parties, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's a party every weekend and we'd always get like goodie bags, right? Um, at the end of the party, they'd give all the kids goodie bags. And <clears throat> sometimes you could feel people would go out of their way to give you one last it's almost like um they think that you have some sort of entitlement that they believe you have an entitlement over other people or mm -hmm. over the other girls and so they want to show mm -hmm. you that they're not giving you that entitlement in fact we're going to put you last so it's so what I've felt, colorism like yeah i felt like slight you know, I've, I've felt things like that growing up. I, I definitely felt things like that. But then that was from some, some um, like we call them aunties, right? That was mm -hmm. from some aunties and others were completely pleasant, you know, like didn't treat me differently in any way. So it just depended on the woman. 
do you believe at all? Like, you know, even thinking back to your childhood and, you know, be, you know, be honest, do you believe, like, I know that you're acknowledging that there were people that kind of went out of their way to ensure that you didn't receive any kind of special treatment or entitlement and kind of put you last, which is cruel to do to any child. But, um, did you notice any preferential treatment as a result of being mixed race or lighter skin? No, to be honest, no. No, it's either it was one or the other. Either um, the ladies were very pleasant, but they were pleasant to everybody, or some were slightly mean. But it wasn't like, hey, you know, um, like a prefer like a pedestal treatment. No. So, for example, like I know growing up, um, you know, around my cousin that were lighter skin or that had different texture hair it might not have been like overt but like you know people wanted to play in their hair because they felt that they had pretty hair quote unquote or you know um I have one aunt in particular and she would um you know like if there were for those uh family members who were like mixed race or lighter skin a lot of times when she came from out of town like she would kind of take them around with her as if they were like a doll baby and you know kind of get them dressed and she would go out and buy them clothes and do things like that that when I look back on it you know I understand that it was a form of colorism so it might not have been overt or like somebody <laughs> just being downright like you're better because you're light skin or because you're mixed race but like small subtle things in their behavior when I reflect back on it now I understand what it what it uh, was the the hair thing I can relate to that I can relate to funnily enough I can relate to that more coming from um my my white side or white people but it it does happen on the other side so you know people do want to touch your hair or your hair's so pretty and you you do get comments like that that one definitely but not not um skin tone wise no okay so would you do you believe that colorism exists I believe colorism exists, yes, but okay. <laughs> but right. this is what people um, don't don't like when I'm I'm talking about it. But I think it's highly highly exaggerated. I think it is. Okay, so you know we've heard from Latinas from around the world. They say that um, Latina white Latinas get treated differently than Black Latinas. Um, we've also heard about the bleaching over in Africa being very prevalent. Um, would you say that colorism was different in to a certain degree? Um, like versus the U.S. colorism or versus the U.K. like colorism existing in the U.K. Would you say it's exaggerated to that degree? You mean over exaggerated in America so that you could compare it to somewhere like South America? Yeah. Okay. Cause okay. Okay, so like if you have like white Latinas and stuff, so you'll have white, uh, white Latinas versus darker Latinas and um, white Latinas supposedly get preferential treatment in their countries. Um, then you come over to the U S and we have our own version of colorism. Would you say that it's the same? Um, no, I think, I think it seems to be less from, from what I see, it seems to be less in the U S Compared you to know, somewhere like South America, 
Um, it definitely seems to be less in, in the US. I'll give you an example, right? Um, in South America, we can see that even if we're looking at things like the media, right? Sometimes it can be hard for darker women to break through in the media there. Um, there is a term for it, and I forgot what it's called, but it's it basically translates to improving the race, right? And it's essentially, um, you know, you become more more white looking. And that was a thing over there. And so they're finally starting to break through barriers, but still it can be harder. Whereas you know, when we look at... Go ahead, just, sorry. Just, just quickly, when we look at the US, in fact, um, black people... And dark-skinned black people are overrepresented in the media over there, as they are here, overrepresented. Mm. So they're actually looking to make it more diverse. They're actually looking to bring all of these different people in. You, in fact, have an advantage over all the other races because you're represented more. If we're going, you know, percentage of the population, you're yeah. overrepresented in the media. So, in fact, you're privileged when it comes to things like <laughs> being able to get into the media. Well, I don't so, know that I would call it privileged at all, but I do think that there is a, you know, fair amount of representation in the media. But I think that's because partly like we're the biggest consumers. So they're marketing to us because we're big spenders. Um, so there is a, 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 a uh, agenda that they're pushing. But I wanted to ask you, like, I find it interesting regarding like your comments on colorism when I actually just saw a study and I'm going to try to find the link and put it in the chat where it shows that like you know um skin bleaching products are sold in you know these african countries at a rate of 50 to 70 percent um so I, I don't think that people would go through the trouble of bleaching their skin if there wasn't some you know preferential treatment being given to people of lighter skin and here's the thing um i, I know personally right, from actually being involved in that culture, that stems from insecurity. Those women are buying those products not because there's a preferential treatment towards lighter-skinned women, but because the women who are using those products are insecure and they what's perceive their... What's driving insecurity, though? What, they, what, what's driving that? Because they're looking at other things. It, it mainly comes from each other. Right. So you'll have um, some women who say, yeah, the way to be better is to be lighter. You'll have women say that to. Yes, Christopher B. Yes, that's it. Um, you will have women who will tell other women. If you were lighter, things would be better. You have women who tell other women, lighter skinned women get better treatment. You have women that tell other women, lighter skinned women get more men. They get more jobs. They get more this. So it's it's coming through from women to other women who are putting something else on a, on a pedestal, so to say. And so you have dark skinned women who think, okay, in order to be my best, my friends are telling me that um, I need to be lighter. And it, it mainly yeah. stems from other women. I don't know. Because the men, the men listen, African men are, are choosing up. I'll give you a stat. Here in the UK, African black men date out the least of any other ethnic group. Mm -hmm. The least of any other ethnic group. Primarily, the they prefer... dating rate like 50% in the UK? No, that's for 
black Caribbean men tend to date ah, out more. Okay. Yes. Black African okay. men date out the least of any other race. The least. So it, they prefer black women, like unambiguous black women. That's what they prefer. Um, shout out to Melody. She said, with colorism, do you think light-skinned girls get it worse than dark-skinned girls since you said you went through it? And thank you so much, Melody, for that super chat. Thank Thanks, you. Melody. No, I wouldn't say um, light-skinned girls get it worse than dark-skinned girls. Not for um, what what I've seen growing up. Now, I don't know, because in America, I hear horror stories. I hear about razor blades and people trying to cut other girls' faces and the, 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 like that. Those are rare instances. That's not something that happens regularly. I've never seen anything like that happen here towards light-skinned women. I think, if anything, it's more um, slight microaggression. So, like, what I gave at the, the parties, um, for instance, small things like that, but, you know, being beaten up or all of that because you're light-skinned not 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 really no so you mentioned about an overrepresentation of um black women in the media mm -hmm. um okay would you say that that was all the way around the world because in the united states um darker skinned women don't feel like they have a proper representation of um being shed in a good light in the US. Um would you would you say it was the same in the UK? Um no, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think it I I don't think the the actual media, so if we're talking television and film portrayals mm -hmm. of um black women, dark-skinned black women here are are overwhelmingly negative. No. However, even if we're looking at American TV, right, um, I'm going to say this. I, I get a snapshot of America through my phone from the media that I have access to. Mm. And I see two things. I'm going to be honest. I see two things. When I go through, um, you know, Facebook and you go to the video section, I see primarily two things coming from black women. It's either hair tutorials or fights. Eee. Oh, hair tutorials wow. and fights. That's the two things that I see that that um, sort of flood my video feed that are coming from black women in America. And that's so amazing. that's the, the representation that is given out to... To, to other people around the world. But these are things that are, are choices, right? So choices, people are making the choice to go out there and, and fight. These All these videos aren't coming from nowhere. This isn't anybody being paid Where did to you act. Say, is this on your Facebook? Yeah. That's interesting okay. because I have to be honest, like I, and I have a pretty diverse group of friends on my Facebook page, but I hardly ever see black women fight videos. And sometimes it could be because maybe you have a lot of people that are on your Facebook friends and that's what they're promoting. But I definitely see a lot of MUA videos. I see, I've seen twerking videos, women dancing. I see hair video, but not, um, not black women fighting. I, I'm just being honest. 
I that's what I see, and it's not influenced by particularly um, what people around me watch because I I my my Facebook is very selective. I don't have a lot of people on there. I don't just add anyone. In fact, I I don't think I even have an American person well, on on my Facebook. No, so you go to oh. you have your you have your feed right, and then you have just when you click the the next one over, which shows you all the different videos. Oh yeah, so, they mark it to you based on what you watch. But I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Danny. Okay, but so that's, that's always been the first thing that's given to me. That's always right. the first thing that's given wow. to me. So that means that. I had to find those things somehow. That was what was given to me in the first place. And yes, I, I don't watch those because I don't, I, disagree with that. I don't have an interest in seeing um, women fight. I don't. The hair tutorials, yeah, I'll, I'll watch some of them because I think it's interesting. But seeing would, women fight, no. Would you say that a lot of those things, though, a lot of those representations that you're seeing um, within your news feed or you're seeing on social media, do you think that gives you a broad spectrum of things that's going on within the United States? Mm, good question. Not necessarily. Not necessarily because I, I think um, your experience living there can be different from the experience of, from, from what we see from the outside. But what I'm, I'm saying is this is how other people are viewing um American black women this is this is that's what we're seeing from the outside looking in that's what's put out there concerning American black women and two the reason that I think it's non-bias is because it's a choice these this is what these women are choosing to do so like I said with um you know Hollywood and TV you're being played you're being paid to play a role However, mm -hmm. when we're looking at videos like that, that's that's your lifestyle choices. That's what you're choosing to do with yourself. Those are your right. priorities. Those right. But that's a select group. So those are the priorities of, you know, the, the people of that ilk, the people who are poor, down, downtrodden, people who don't have a lot of education, people who don't have a lot of resources. You know, unfortunately, that is a, a choice that they are making. Um, mm -hmm. You know, these people don't have a whole lot that they value and they don't have a whole lot that, you know, they're concerned about losing. So, yeah, I've seen the videos. I'm not saying that I've never seen black women fighting videos. Of course I have. It's just not something that I see in my feed often. And I thought you were talking about literally your feed. Now, when you go to that watch icon, I know different videos come up, you know, that will, you know, that are just will market to you. So I understand that. But, I, you know, I just want to be able to um speak to it from a different side too um but danny uh you can go ahead and then i had uh, another question i wanted to ask her okay so you're seeing all these videos um and you have your your perception about america mm -hmm. um you we've heard a lot around the space um a lot of people have accused you of talking about american black women what is your perception of American black women from your own mouth? Um, so, so like I said, before I came to this space, I would see these things on social media. And then I'm, I'm coming to the space and I'm having conversations um, with people in the space and they're saying the same thing. They're saying that they're seeing the same thing in their everyday life and it's a problem. So 
I, I can see that there's truth in what they're saying because that's also what I've seen from the outside. Um, when we're going to women in this space, because that's mainly where I get a snapshot, because I've never been to America, that's where I, I get a snapshot of, you know, who, how, how American black women are. And so I've had pleasant experiences, like with you, Sister George, for example, pleasant experience um, with a, a, an American black woman. But then I've also in this space had negative. Um, I've probably had more negative from women in this space as opposed to to positive, you know. So uh, how could I put it? Um, there's, I feel like there's been a lot of projection towards me, a lot of projection, a lot of, uh, I, I, I'm going to say aggressiveness and a lot of um, victim mentality that I've seen from, from women in the space overall as a whole. Okay. Being that the, the manosphere on this side of the manosphere is majority black, um, do you go to white spaces? Do you go to um, other sectors of YouTube that might have more um, majority white women? No, I haven't. Because I stumbled upon, like I said in the beginning, I stumbled upon the manosphere by chance. So if I stumbled upon another sector by chance, I'd probably, you know, check it out and watch and see what it's about if it's interesting, right? Well, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we I haven't found another, how can I put like a community like this or a sector? I haven't well, seen I another one like this. I, I did want to ask you a question, Jessica, but I also wanted to just quickly say that, um, you know, media absolutely shapes the perspectives of, you know, those outside of the U.S., um, but, you know, that's only a glimpse. Um, I think that there are certain things that cannot be um, gathered through media. I think that, you know, um, there is, even though it's, it's, it's Facebook and um, it's YouTube and people have, are now recording the videos themselves and there's not like a, a, a machine, so to speak, behind it regarding um, what is what's being portrayed, there is still a um, degree of manipulation in what you see. So uh, what's being shown, you know, when there are positive videos and it's not not strictly, uh, you know, the, 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 the powers that be, um, it's also what we are liking, what, what we're spending the most time watching. If we're spending more time watching the fight videos than the feel good video, and I'm not talking about you, I'm just saying, we, uh, you know, as a people collectively, um, if we're spending more time watching the fight videos and the makeup videos and the feel good videos and those videos about, you know, the things, the positivity that happens in the community, then we'll see more of what people are tend to watch. So, you know, and, and I uh, attribute that to um, their, their, their trauma, you know, I attribute it to their, um, uh, own mental disease and defects. But um, I did want to ask you a question. Now, I know that you said, um, you know, sometimes the women in this space are, you know, aggressive with you and you are, you receive a lot of flack from the women in this space. And, um, you know, I can't deny that. I don't know when it started, but my question to you is, um, did you receive a lot of the backlash and a lot of the negative attention as a result of the 
comments that you made as it relates to colorism or were you receiving that negative reception prior to that? So it, it started from the moment that I came before the colorism discussions, before all of that, uh, it started from, from the, the moment that I came. So, uh, and this is why I know part of it isn't, it's not necessarily um, my talking points per se. There's, there's other issues that, that people have with me. So do you think, and I find, you know, it's interesting that you uh, don't attribute it strictly to your talking points. And, um, you know, you, you're a beautiful young woman, and there are also other beautiful young women in the space that don't seem to have, you know, received the, the, the backlash that you receive from the ladies. But um, do you... Um, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought just that quick. Um, do you think that it's because they feel as though you pander to the men? I've, you know, the, the pick me or mammy label that's been attached to you. Do you think that's why you receive the negative backlash that you receive from the women? And, or if not, why? Going further down the line, um, I think it is because I'm not on the side of the sisterhood. So I think there's definitely an issue. But then there's something else at play because, like I said, it it happened from the beginning with certain women. From the beginning, when I very first came in. And so it's hard for me to pinpoint it because there have been other women come in and I'm, I'm yet to see the same vitriol for new women that come in that some of these women had for me. Right. Oh, um, yeah, because when you talk about that, and you're saying like certain women didn't get it versus how you got it. What do you attribute outside of the sisterhood? Um, what do you attribute that to? I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to, to, like I said, to pinpoint it directly because these women never fully really express what these, the problem, and these women are gone now they're gone. So it's hard for me to give an explanation for it. I don't know if it's because I'm British. I don't know if it's because I'm mixed. I don't know. I, I can't say exactly what it is, but I know that it's something that I haven't seen happen again. Um, so I, I don't know. Okay. So being that you're a biracial woman, have you ever dated a black man? Yeah, I've I've only dated a black guy. Oh, okay. So just just you've dated one black guy? I've I've had one boyfriend, yeah, and he's, okay. he's black. Okay. Would you say that that would give you um cause to speak on American relationships with black men over mm -hmm. here? Yes, I think because it's everything's very similar. Everything's very similar. And so when um, we're having these discussions in this space and everyone's predominantly American, it's the same discussions that are going on here. Exactly the same. And that's why um, the second majority that we see in the space is British, because people can come in and relate, almost like Canadians as well, probably the mm -hmm. third demographic where they can come in and relate because exactly the same issues are, that are, are going on. So it's not something that's unique to America. It's not specific to America. And I've always said there are nuances for sure. There are, but yeah. um, 
overwhelmingly. I think that our struggles are, is completely different. I think that, now I, I can't lie that we are extremely, um, we are extremely territorial and feel as though, you know, hey, you know, these are our men. And, you know, I, we definitely absolutely approach things with that mindset. But I do think that our experiences and our struggle and from from my experience dealing with um, people who do not have the same nationality, who have, you know, a different culture, um, they do not tend to empathize with our struggle and our history. Um, so I think that like to me, for me, that would be like the primary difference. But I did want to piggyback off of what Danny was saying. And do you ask, do you think that people also find it hard to accept your opinions because, you know, number one, you like you said, you, your interaction with Americans has primarily been online, but also um, they feel as though you have minim minimal life experience because you're so young. Yeah, so just, just to go off the, the first topic, um, the first, well, the first point that you made, I'm saying that it's the same. The culture is overwhelmingly the same. The experience is overwhelmingly the same. And if any woman... I, I don't know, you could give me an example and I, I tell you whether that's an issue over here. So, I, I think that we could have the same issues, but I, like, okay, so for example, you know, black or uh, white people might have the same relationship issues that we have if we're saying that, you know, a relationship issue that's surrounding um, finances. But I just think that the culture is completely different. I don't think that, you know, uh, aside from, um, um, aside from uh, like West Indians, I think that, you know, that, that would probably be the closest culture that would, cause you know, it's just a different boat stop um, that would have the, you know, similar um, culture that, that uh, African-Americans have. Yeah. I, I don't think we can compare it to, um, you know, say you look at it the same as white people because white people within the community, they're not having the same discussions. So the colorism, um, colorism, for example, it wouldn't come up within the white community. No, it's I'm not, I wasn't there, talking so. specifically about the discussions. I was just saying, I disagree that our cultures are similar. I, I know we might be having the same discussions. I, that, I wasn't um, disagreeing with that specific point. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that I'm yet to see, um, something that is discussed in this sector in regards to um, American black people that's not an issue in the UK as well. I'm yet to find one. Not um, even one. So right. I, I think it's... I, I don't disagree with that point. I was just disagreeing. I wasn't disagreeing with what you were saying. I was disagreeing with the part that our cultures are virtually the same. That's so, the part. Concrete, I want you to give us some examples of what you mean by our cultures are different. And maybe that can um, kind of help level the, our entire culture. I don't think that there's a similar culture unless you look at um, West Indians. So, you know, people that are from the, the West Indies. I don't think that um, American culture or Black American culture is the same as, you know, a Black person in the UK. I think that our, our experiences are different. Um, I just don't see it as one in the same. But I wasn't disagreeing with her primary point. Yes, we're having the same discussions. I agree with that that um, part of her point. I was just saying when she said our cultures, the, when she was comparing the two cultures, the similarities, I don't think um, that they're the same. 
Um, Jessica, would you would you say that y'all have like a huge single mother rate over in the UK? Yes, um, black women over here, the same as in America, um, have the highest percentage of single mothers of any racial group. They have the highest percentage of um, no men living in the home. It's it's the same the same things are happening in both both places, both countries. It's, it's the same phenomenon. And that's why, um, as I said, that people from the UK can relate because for some reason it's like people think that, you know, your experience isn't ours. You can't relate. You don't know what's going on over here. And we're saying we're living the same experience. We're just on different places on the globe. But the experience is the same. Would you say the impoverishment of Black people um, is the same versus over in London? You mean like poverty rates and stuff? Yes. Um, yeah, to a certain extent, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Concrete, would you have anything else to add? Because I'm ready to take it down um, another avenue. Oh, I, not, well, she uh, she didn't finish responding to um my, yeah. the, the question. Okay. So I know she I'm sorry. wanted to finish responding to that. But um, you can move forward. I have several more questions, but we can uh, move the discussion forward after she responds. Okay. You had a second point, concrete, and that I think you said um, maybe some people feel like I don't have much life experience, and so mm -hmm. when when I'm I'm speaking, it's almost like because I I've heard it before, you know, um, that I'm I'm too young to actually understand social dynamics and what's going on in life. That I don't have enough experience. Um, I'd I'd argue against that. Because it's like even, okay, put it this way, um, I'm, I'm 25, right? I'm not, I'm not 18, I'm, I'm 25. There's nothing that people are discussing that I, I can't um, relate to or I can't get my mind around. Even I feel like I've had enough life experience to have experienced the topics that we're talking about. I have enough of that. So I may be younger than some people, but I'm not, I'm not a baby, you know? Oh, I, I respect it. I mean, personally, I have children who are young adults and they're, you know, closer in age to you, but they certainly don't have the life experience that a 40 person, 40 year old person will have. They have, you know, had one relationship to speak of, um, you know, they, you know, don't have a whole lot of experience as it relates to, you know, pretty much anything that we could be talking about from taxes to politics to a, a, a wide array of things. So as a result, some older people might find it um, difficult to accept, you know, what uh, some of their commentary on certain topics because they feel like, what do you know, you're young type of attitude. Okay. You can go ahead. Um, that That's the point that I was trying to make. I know that, you know, people, uh, same thing when I was younger, might have a harder time accepting someone's opinion. And that's not necessarily, I'm not saying that I agree with that because I feel like, you know, you may still have something very valuable to offer. I've had discussions with you and I've heard you on other people's panels and, you know, there's 
uh, things that I've taken away from what you've said that I found extremely intriguing and, you know, enlightening. So, um, you know, I just know that there are different biases that relate to people because they're younger than some of the people in, in this space. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, I stepped away for just a second. I, I went to quickly get a drink. Um, I think that the age argument, you see, I, I think a lot of these things that are brought up, so the age, the fact that I'm mixed, the colorism stuff, I think it's a way to invalidate what I'm saying rather than a genuine concern. Honestly, I feel like 90% of the time it's it's just a way to say, mm-hmm. basically tell me to shut up. That's what right, I feel right, like right. it is. It's like, shut up, stop I talking. Agree. That's that's where I feel like it comes from rather than a genuine place where they think, do you know what? You genuinely don't have enough life experience to talk on this. I feel like they're just telling me to keep quiet. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think that people probably do use that as a tool to kind of like dismiss what a person is saying and what you are saying specifically. Um, like I said, you're definitely a very intelligent woman. I, you know, whether I agree with everything that you say or not, I certainly can't take anything away from the fact that, you know, you're intelligent. I don't really hear you like speak on topics that you don't seem to know what you're talking about. Kind of like you're pulling stuff out of your tail. Um, yeah, I, I, I certainly can't take that away from you. But like I said, I understand that, you know, there are going to be biases with everything. There are going to be biases because you're in a predominant uh, a space that's, you know, a predominantly um, black American. So people are going to say, hey, you don't know what goes on in America. So your point isn't valid. Um, so yeah. Right, yeah. right. If, I, if I don't um, understand something or if I have no knowledge in it I will just I'll, I'll keep quiet I, I won't speak on it at all um, so snuggle668 says are you saying are you all saying black women are easily coerced into things that are not good for them no matter what part of the world they are located in um, to a certain extent yes to a certain extent yes I feel like we're living in we're, we're it seems as though we're we take on what's represented in the media a lot more than other people do hey um i gotta give you a little bit of pushback on that um mm-hmm. simply because of the programming um that i've noticed in the uk the programming that i've noticed in the us um a lot of the programming is the same and so I won't necessarily say that it's a black woman thing. I would say it's a people thing. Um, if your child is sitting around watching a bunch of rappers on TV, generally your child will probably want to be a rapper. Um, and, and that's white, black, blue, indifferent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's, and here's why I say primarily um, it an, an issue with black people because for the younger generations, I'd say we're looking at a lot of different races all going in the same direction, right? For the younger generations. But for the older generations, so people like above my age, I find that black women of any other demographic do buy into media portrayals more than other races do. But with the younger generation, because we are, you know, we're the social media generation. 
that's what we've grown up with so I say you're we're seeing it more throughout all races but for the older demographics people older than me um I think we see see it more with with black women Mm. Um, shout out to good men. He says, um, America has no idea how much effect their media has on the rest of the world. It was black China Denencia who went back to West Africa to distribute bleaching creams in Africa of all places. Um, thank you so much. Good men. Um, because that is true. Um, it was black China who actually endorsed that those products over here and mm -hmm. I thought that, that was interesting on her part but I want to respond to his comment really quickly because I see the chat is going crazy about my commentary um, okay first of all when I say that we're different I mean our history in this uh, country I mean our struggles our daily fight is different I mean uh, our music is different I, I understand that you can find similarities with black Americans in any culture any other culture in the world if you if you're trying to draw the parallels but you can't say that you know we're we're uh, you can say that we're similar but you can't say that uh, we're that much alike so you'll also be able to draw a pair or draw um you'll also be able to draw contrast on the differences between the two um yes the you'll see uh similarities because we influence the entire globe just like goodman just said i understand our sphere of influence i wish that we were doing more to positively influence others i i get it i know that you know we influence others and as a result you'll see other people picking up on the negative behaviors that you know black people engage in in this country especially because of the propaganda and because of the fact that you know that's what's pushed to the forefront and that's what people see uh but i wish that we were doing more to you know positively impact one another as well as people across the entire globe um i, I as far as the bleaching cream comment though Africans have been bleaching way longer, way far before um, Black China um, did that endorsement. Um, I think true. that it was sick for her to endorse that product. But if there are statistics and studies that have been done that have shown that there are, um, 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 you know, beauty people, uh, companies that make beauty products that make millions of dollars off of African countries buying these bleaching products. So that that wasn't all uh, you know black china's doing she bought into a product that was already out you know and on the market and created an endorsement for bleaching but it's been happening in not just african countries but you know it's, it was it was happening in africa long before she did that I, I i can say that it was happening um in africa of course bleaching was happening in africa before um black china endorsed it but the fact that black china and I think her name is Denisha, some, something similar to that. Denisha um, were the ones who were endorsing it. That goes to show you that American culture is powerful. American culture influences. It does. And they know that black women around the world, for some reason, are, are influenced by black American women. That influence is strong and people buy into it. And so they purposefully chose those women to endorse their product. There's a reason behind that because they understand the mentality of the customer. And the mentality is that these women are um, influenced by social media. And that's why they use the reality social media star like Black China to en endorse it. 
Good point. I, I agree wholeheartedly, Jessica. We got another super chat from Black Wizard really quickly. I want to read it. He says, in America, I think our culture is more malleable to programming because we lack the history that others use to root themselves in identity. We lack historical reference, so we accept things more easy. If that's the case, Black Wizard, why are these countries or these people, uh, you know, people from other cultures who do have the historical reference easily influenced by a group that had that doesn't have the historical reference, by a group that's easily influenced by, you know, propaganda? How is it that those other groups are easily influenced by this way we're group um what would be you know the reasoning behind that um thank you for the super chat we certainly appreciate you and leo anthony says why is this conversation based on whether jessica has the right to speak on colorism or not um it's not based on that that's been a thing that's been attached to jessica a very hot topic that has been attached to jessica so we certainly had to spend a you know decent portion of our um interview kind of talking about that but we do definitely have some other things that we want to get to as well and danny did you want i know uh -oh, you were ready to go on another go ahead yeah, um, I wanted to address Leo's comment as well. Um, like you said, Concrete, a large part of Jessica's YouTube um, career and her standing in the manosphere has been about colorism and what people feel like she's qualified to speak on. So we wanted to be able to give Jessica um, a chance to speak on it from her own mouth um, in front of a, a larger audience so she can have her thoughts in whatever she feels about the topic out loud, um, set straight, whatever, whatever. So that that's pretty much what it was, Leo. It's not going to be the whole thing. It's not going to be about colorism, but this was a large um, thing that I feel like she's kind of gone through within the mantle sphere. Um, shout out to good men. Um, he says, because of freedom concrete, the ability to do anything you want and not having consequences is appealing and that's why people take the American cult. Interesting. Thank you, good man. We appreciate yeah, you. America is the land of the free. The land of... <laughs> that's the illusion. That's the illusion. You, you can be what you want. And, and it, it could be the illusion, but it's from an outside perspective, it's always an illusion, isn't it? And so yeah. America is the land of the free. America is the place where you can be whatever you want and there's no judgment, uh, you know, when we're speaking of um, Africa, other non-Western places, there are consequences for your actions. America's more liberal. Um, right, I, right. I and so, yeah, it's, it's a different perception. And so they're almost trying to change their culture by adopting what they see as the American, um, American culture, American black culture. They think if we can mimic this dynamic, we can have the structure that's going on there, which is you're free to be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want and nobody can can react to that. You know, nobody right. can judge you. Good point, Jessica. Um, thank you for highlighting that. Um, I have some more questions, but I wanted to see, Danny, you were talking about taking it in another direction. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to go first and then I'll come behind you. Okay, let's talk beef. Um, Jessica, so it's no secret to anybody that there have been quite a few um, beefs that you've been involved in within the sector. Would you feel like you're a defender of Black men? Mm. 
yeah if i if i feel like something is unjust right i i don't like unjustness i don't like unfairness and if i feel like somebody is being treated unjustly then i will advocate for that cause if i feel like um if i feel like black men are in a situation that is unfair to them where they're being treated yeah unfairly i i will speak up on that i i will Okay. Well, defend black women in the same respect because if you're in a male dominated space, this space, black women get the brunt of it. Like black women are certainly, you know, um, dogged out in this space uh, verbally, uh, you know, um, berated and everything else um, in this space far more than black men. So do you defend black women in the same respect? If I feel that black women are being treated unjustly i defend them just as much it's about the un unjustness okay. do you feel like you've defended anyone that you maybe shouldn't have defended or you came for someone and then later on down the line it was like oh no maybe i shouldn't have done that hmm hmm do you know what i could think of an example i think um you, you know BAP. Um, yes. And I shout out like, her. I feel like maybe I, I treated BAP unfairly and I apologised to her. I said, you know what? Um, I don't think it was right for me because I think she said that I said that something about she wishes that she was my colour. And I didn't get a chance to, to go back and mm -hmm. look at it, but I'm taking her for her word. And um, if I said that to her, I'd think that's unfair because I, I actually don't think that of her. So if I'd said that to her, that would have been wrong for me to say. I wouldn't take back that comment that I've said. I've said it to other women, but to her, I take that back. Um, but there's no one. No, I I can't think of anything else where I feel like um, I've I've unjustly come at anyone. No. In concrete, bottom well, bottom, good point mm -hmm. um, about the manosphere being a male-dominated space, and so you know, um, within the manosphere, you'll have a lot of people who've come from whatever situations. Everybody kind of gets together and talk about their problems, and it's kind of easy to gain a perception or influence from that. Um, would you say that the manosphere represents a microcosm of the men in the United States? Is that to me? Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's a definitely a reflection of what's going on um, with, with black men in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I did have a question for you, Jessica. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, um, is, and I don't know, the reason that I'm asking is because I don't know, but <clears throat> is feminism as um, does feminism have a strong hold on women in the UK um, as it does in the US and what are your thoughts on feminism? Yes it, it, it does for sure you know the UK is if anything the feminism is, is worse here the UK is a, a pioneer of feminism it's one of the the starting grounds of mm -hmm. feminism um, here's the thing I've, I feel like personally feminism has been destructive for women. Feminism has been destructive because what it does is it takes away feminism essentially. And if, if feminism was about equality, fair enough, but it's, it's not okay. Feminism mm -hmm. is about essentially now it's about a woman being a man. 
or women dominating men at this point. Mm -hmm. A woman trying to be a man and and men, it's it's part of men's nature to to dominate each other, right? That's that's Mm -hmm. the nature of a man, um, to dominate each other and to be the best, to compete. Um, It's teaching women to try and take on that role. And so now you have a woman who is actually meant to be, how could I put it? It's it's she's she's the caveat on a man's life, right? Um, she's his partner. She works with him. She works in harmony with him. And instead of having that dynamic where she is working in harmony with him, she's working against him. She's competing with him. She's trying to dominate him. Women are becoming men, and feminism is attempting to take away um, a man's masculinity. And men are saying no. I'm 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 not standing for that. Is attempting to to turn men into women and women into men, mm-hmm. and that's why I, I can't stand with feminism. At so, all. do you have these discussions with like the discussions that you have, um, you know, in this space? Do you have these same discussions with uh, your female friends? And if so, how do they respond to your your stance? on, you know, feminism and your, your, you know, uh, you being a defender of black men? I've, I've lost friends. I've lost friends who, um, you know, we've fallen out because they want to go a certain route. They want to buy into the, the feminism and the so-called empowerment. That's what they want. And I'm there trying to give them advice on, on how to do things differently. Um, and yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't always come across positively in real life because like I said the majority of women are feminists nowadays whether they think it or not it's it's the majority Mm -hmm. and it's harder to find women who think like me uh, around it's it's hard to find other women like that and so especially your generation well yeah right yeah exactly so it, it tends to be something tends to be conversations that I've learned to to avoid in real life Mm. so no I I don't I don't um particularly tend to have these conversations um in real life no okay so how I look at it and so I've been looking at it and kind of taking an inventory survival seems to be name of the game for both um men and women do you think feminism is a necessary evil in today's time no, I, I don't think it's a necessary evil. I don't. I think it's disrupted the balance of how things are meant to be. I don't think it's a necessary evil. I think, you know, and, and a necessary evil, I perceive it as something that may cause um, disturbance, may cause an uproar, you know, but at the end of it, it's for the benefit of everybody. So that's what I'd consider to be a necessary evil. However, I feel feminism benefits no one. It doesn't benefit the women and it doesn't benefit the men. Women are buying into it and they're thinking it's to their benefit. And this is the thing. I feel like as women, we're more easily influenced by these movements. Mm. And I, I mean women in general, right? We're easily influenced by the media. We're easily influenced by these movements. Um we're more we're more susceptible to those things and so women are buying into it women are buying into the whole feminism dynamic but men are less easily influenced men are a lot more logical when if something doesn't make sense which feminism doesn't 
um, they're going to to stand against that. And that's why we have this dynamic now where men are saying, you're not taking my masculinity. You're but not taking you my, my, my bees, you know? <laughs> you're not going to new to me. And women are, are attempting to do that. And so we've reached this dynamic that we're at now. Don't you think that it's necessary, um, you know, feminism, it meaning feminism, um, because or for, uh, you know, women having the right to vote or having, you know, say so over what happens with their bodies and, you know, having these rights that are they weren't they didn't have prior to, uh, you know, the start of feminism. So weren't there. Do you believe that there were some good things to come out of feminism? Because I know. Uh, I think Danny's question was, um, you know, was, is, is it necessary um, just for us to have some of the basic human rights that we didn't have prior to the existence of feminism? Um, right. So here's here's the thing. That's no longer what feminism is about. And and this is a lot of this is the argument that a lot of the times feminists go back to. You know, they go back to situations hundreds of years ago and say, well, look, feminism changed that. And it's like, well, that was a completely different form of feminism. This isn't what we're dealing with nowadays. Mm -hmm. That was the start of something that has snowballed into a much bigger problem. So it's it's we try and justify um, feminism today by saying, you know, do you want to be, you know, do you want to be beaten? Do you want to all these different things? And it's like that's. That's not what we're dealing with today. Today, is, it's a whole different monster. Right. People we're use the extreme examples uh, to drive home their point. Exactly. So you would basically say, like, you would agree with certain aspects, but the older aspects, like of voting or women having the right to work, you would agree with those um, aspects of feminism, right? I believe that women should have the right to work if they if they want to. Um, but here's the thing, and and that's what feminism did, right? Initially, you can say it gave women the right to, to work, but if you truly want equality, which was what feminism was meant to be, right? Equality, so it's like you should have the right to, to work, what's, whatever, right? Um, we, we're going to keep it that way. So I don't want to see... Um, I don't want to see basically women being given jobs just because they're they're women. That's mm. not that's not equality. At that point we're not having equality. You're being given preferential treatment. Mm. And that's what feminism has turned into today. It's preferential treatment rather than <laughs> equality. It's preferential treatment under the guise of equality. It's something completely different. Said, read them super chats. Ma'am. Honey, let me read here specifically, <laughs> child, because we weren't trying to interrupt the flow of the interview. But shout out to Smarty Tech Man. He says, aren't most black women gender biased no matter what? Well, thank you, Smarty Tech Man. We appreciate your super chat. And we apologize to anybody that we skipped over. That's definitely not our intent. Um, we, we like to take the opportunity to highlight everybody who pay us. I think Brilliance came through with a super chat and he said S-E-E, -E, sterilization, exile, execution. Oh, I can't even see his yet. I don't, that's so I've weird. Seen it. I, I did see that when he um, super chatted a bit ago. Okay. So, uh, you know, smart architect, sm smart architect man says on um, black women 
gender bias no matter what i i think for the most part yes and that's what we call the sisterhood you know where you stick together no matter what even if somebody's wrong even if <laughs> they're coming from a completely flawed position um you defend them you know you defend the sisterhood at all costs and i think that's one of the biggest problems if we want to if you actually wanted the the betterment right of women if you wanted the best for other women you'd give them the truth people need the truth in order to move forward people need the truth in order to progress if i'm at school for example and my work is extremely poor and the teacher comes along and gives me an a plus they're not helping me i need to know that i'm at a d in order for me to improve and work my way to that a plus mm. we need to be honest with each other Mm, I think I, that's yeah, true. I can't deny that. I wanted to ask you. So there, there was a a um, recent beef, if that's what you want to call it, between yourself and um, Chrissy. And I wanted to know um, what uh, what initiated that. If you don't mind, just a quick, just brief recap as to what um, what initiated the beef between you two. Um, so what initiated it was, I think she did a video on Kevin Samuels and she was coming, she, she I just saw the illog how illogical what she was saying was, right? Completely illogical, completely pulling things out of nowhere in order to try and, um, you know, almost just invalidate what Kevin was saying. And I saw her video and I was like, you know, I, I, I need to I need to actually show people what is going on here. I need to show people what she's doing. And so I reviewed um her video that she did and from there she she responded. Uh okay. Um yeah, thank you. I, I, I didn't see, you know, the initial response uh I guess review that you did, but I did see some of the subsequent um streams from um, you and her and I just um, wanted to know what um, what started that and I have a completely different question that will probably take it in another direction and then I think we'll be opening it up in just a little bit but Danny did you have another question uh, relating to what we're discussing now um with the Chrissy beef okay do you feel that um, Chrissy's platform for dark-skinned women is needed no, no. Why, why don't? Why do you feel like it's not needed? Because it's again, it's not for the betterment of women. I don't think any platform um, that exists for women that's going to keep them down, that's going to keep them in a in a in a you know non progressive mindset. I don't think that's needed. I don't. I think if you're having something that perpetuates victim mentality with no accountability um I, I i sort of touched on it just a minute ago you can't progress you can't and but, so you have well i i just kind of wanted to interject because now i've watched some of chrissy's content now i won't say all of chrissy's content is um i won't say all of it's negative and I do think that Chrissy does sometimes call women out and um, she tries to hold women accountable. Um, would you say that you've seen those aspects from her content? 
No, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm going yeah. to say this. I don't sit there. I don't watch a lot of Chrissy videos. In fact, um, I, I don't watch those women for the most part. Why? Because I feel that their, their rhetoric is slightly poisonous. You know, for example, it's repulsive to hear some of the things she said. I can't even get through one video. And I, I've heard people say she, she holds women accountable too. But it's like when you say some of those types of disparaging comments about black men, black, you know, that's your like that's pretty disgusting, and it makes it difficult for me to want to hear anything that you have to say. And Jessica, would you say that um, I noticed that they are calling six-figure men dusties? Would you say that they've moved the goalpost? Um, because at, at one point, I think everybody would have identified a dusty as somebody not doing anything with their life, somebody who was lazy on the streets, whatever have you. Then I've seen the conversation move on to um, if Black men are... Um, speaking on black women in a bad way, now they're being considered dusty. Would you say that the goalpost has been moved on what's considered dusty nowadays? A hundred percent, because like you said, it's it's gone from um, a guy who is non-productive simply to a guy who whose rhetoric isn't um, aligning with theirs. So it's a way to to shame you and invalidate you. It's a way to invalidate all the work that you've done in your life because if you're a six-figure man, right, you are reaching the the pinnacles of manhood. You are reaching mm -hmm. the very top of 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 men, right? Um and if you're going out of your way to invalidate those men and invalidate all of the work that it's taken for them to get to that that point, what you're trying to do is say, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, right? If you're a black man, you are worthless. That's what she's attempting to do. She's attempting to to mm -hmm. portray black men as being completely worthless. So completely worthless. Do you think that black men in this space who are concerned uh, because of women like Chrissy, who once advocated for black men, um, and now has completely done a 180 and, you know, berates black men and talks down about them um, quite uh, often in her commentary. Um, do you think black men are right to be concerned about black women who come in this space because of, you know, people like Chrissy and other women who have, you know, done what, what, what she's done um, after being accepted by men in this space? I, I completely understand um, why men would be skeptical of women who come into this space. I completely understand that given, as you say, the history of what we've seen before, um, it would only make sense. And, and it's the logical thing to do to be wary of somebody who enters this space and allow them to, to prove themselves rather than you automatically taking them at face value. So I understand why, why men are cautious um, as to women coming into this, into the space. Do you agree with some of the sisterhood on some topics that they may bring about with black men? Um, let me give you an example of, ooh, I would say black men going through trauma, like both sides have been through trauma, the sisterhood and um, the brotherhood, for better lack of words. Um, would you say that they have some of the same issues? 
Um, I, I think there is such a thing as, as um, a rager, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they call it like red pill rage. And I, I've seen that. Um, I, I, I've seen I've seen red pill rage. I have. So I, I can understand that that goes on. I, I've seen it. Um, just as I think that there are there are women in red pill rage as well. So you have some of the women on the other side who are in red pill rage and you have some guys who are in red pill rage. I think it exists on both sides. Okay, let me read these super chats. Shout out to good men. He says, Chrissy alleged that Kenneth Walker used Brianna Taylor as a body shield. Every video, there's a hint of black misandry, period. Yeah. Thank you so much, good men. Shout out to the mad scientist. He says, if Kevin Samuels is dusty, then we all dusty. Honey, get out the Hoover, break out the Dyson. Um, shout out to Stay Grinding. He said, Mexican men make less and still get cooperation and submission. Stop deflecting. Um, I'm not really sure who's who's that directed toward, but thank you so much for your super chat. And shout out to Brother David Johnson. He said, can't nobody begging call anybody dusty. Krusty Krispy, please. <laughs> oh, David. Thanks for the super chats, guys. Um, thank Jessica, you. I did want to ask you, do you consider yourself red pill? Red pill. Mm. I, I don't. I don't subscribe to to a pill personally. No, I don't subscribe to like. Um, you know, I don't call myself red pill, blue pill, anything like. You know, black pill, anything like right. that. I think I just have my viewpoints on how things should be. I think I have. I I see what works and what doesn't work. I have right and wrong, but not like the pill ideology and I can understand um you know like the thought process that goes into the pills but I don't label myself by a pill no are you an advocate for marriage yeah I I said before um I want to I want to be married I want to get married um so yeah for me marriage is is still on the tables it's what I'm I'm seeking to achieve would you sign uh, a prenuptial agreement? <laughs> a prenup? Yeah. I'd sign a prenup because if I get married, I don't, um, I'm not getting a divorce. <laughs> I'm still old school. So I believe that marriage is for life. So a prenup wouldn't change anything for me. Mm. Well, would you date a man that's 20 to 30 years your Date and marry a man that's 20 to 30 years your senior? Um, I think it completely depends on 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 the individual. To be honest, I think it completely depends on that person, their mindset. Um, you know whether or not we click. Like I think it depends. But if it was the right person, I wouldn't see why not. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we are getting ready to open it up. Do you mind if we open it up to the public, honey? Yeah, just Let's for a little it. bit. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. fine with that. I'm fine. 
Um, oh, this one, I want to give a caveat. Like everyone who comes up, uh, we do want you to make sure that you're remaining respectful of our guests. Jessica was nice enough to um, allow us the opportunity to interview her and kind of ask these hard-hitting questions. I saw people in yes. the chat saying it seemed kind of hostile, but um, we, you know, the we said in the beginning that we were going to ask the hard questions and um, some of the, the the topics, like as it relates to to colorism and things of that nature. As a black woman, um, you know, those topics. Uh, impact me. So um, I wanted to not only ask the questions, but also provide a perspective from the other side that might or might not have been considered. Um, but yes, we're going to open it up. But anybody who comes up, you will need to remain respectful or you will get shot down. Facts. Hey, fantastic. Hey, Miss J. That's YouTube daddy. Hey, <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> what? Wait, what? 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 Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. See, since, see, since it's I'm going to blame you. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, David, I think. Yeah, David, you got background. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sister George, I'm blaming this on you. You're supposed to keep me up to date on all the rumors that I have. So I done, I done went from bodyguard to daddy. Uh, you know, like they said that, um, now we have two daddies, you know, um, we came through obsidian because I think me and concrete initially came through, um, on obsidian's panels. Um, BGS was the first one to give us a big endorsement. And so, um, you know, we, we like, uh, the orphans and stuff of, of the mental sphere, but Jessica X came through on your panel first. And so you are officially you so heard it here first on the breakdown. What? Mr. Fantastic is officially <laughs> Jessica's YouTube daddy. No, 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 no. no. I'm comfortable. No, 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 no. I gotta demote myself back to bodyguard status, man. I'm cool. I'm not nobody's daddy. I'm too young to be a grown. <laughs> See, she grown. I ain't been hey, I ain't been throwing this, I ain't been throwing this great dick out here that long to have a 25 year old. Okay. But uh, shout out to Snuggle668 again with the super chat. He says, what is femininity? How does someone carry themselves if they have what is called femininity? Um, I'm going to let Melody answer that because she has the nicest, most feminine voice on the panel. Melody, you're up. Okay, can anybody hear me? Because this is Melody. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. She, she muted up. Melody muted up. <laughs> Melody, this was your big chance to be like, you guys, um, I just don't know. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> um, But fantastic. I'm going to give you an opportunity to go first. Since Jessica did come through on your platform, what did you think of the interview mm -hmm. so far? Hey, great, great man. Again, as usual, um, uh, she needs no help from me. She holds her own. She's it, she gives the opportunity. And this is what I was trying to get people to understand earlier when she came through. Um, she hopped up into the fire. Um, she's um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego or, you know, or, or, or and the goat. Have you say, you know, how country folks don't know how to say it. Um, she was tested by heavy hitters in this space by men from here. So when I see her get a whole lot of pushback, I just don't understand it because she was um, uh, counter on a point by some of the great minds in this space. So and, and what I try to get people to understand is there's a lot of the times um, uh, where 
people will not engage you because of who you are. Chrissy's not going to have no conversation with any man, period. Kristen Kares is not about to have a conversation with any man, period. So what you have in Jessica is when they have a woman saying this, they can't invalidate her like they would say us. They can't call her dusty. They can't say, oh, you're bitter. Oh, you're ugly. Nobody wants you. None of that matters because they 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 tell you that and all themselves. Oh, she light skinned. She mixed. She thinks she all cute. See, they 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 shoot themselves in the foot by telling you the um uh, you know their kryptonite. The same things that we use against her will never ever work against. Um, excuse me. The same thing they use against her us will never ever work against her because she is the the polar opposite. So you have to have um. And shout out to um um break down of the woman's perspective. Also, these two ladies serve a purpose here. When you when you're gonna have this this whole thing about having the conversation with these women, they can't go to the 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 tactics that they usually use with us. And Jessica Exton proved it, man. She done held it down. She done even been through with y'all talk about dirty foots. Ain't nothing dirtier than the foots of these lowly ass YouTube oh. channels that that's just clout chasing around this motherfucker and putting oh. motherfuckers' names and titles. Well, putting oh, I'll I pay the fee. Y'all know I'll pay the fee. We good. Um, Sister George, I owe you for your birthday still anyway. I forgot. So y'all know I'll pay the fee. But so yeah, let me finish my, my shit starting thing. You know, hey, this this brings in the views anyway, nigga. Pay the money. Y'all know how I get down. Um yeah, we let you come so, up here and do whatever you want to do. No, no, I pay the fee. I don't just no, I have to pay to do what I want. I don't I don't just you know men 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 pay for what they want. Shout out to Obsidian. But um uh listen, listen. For all these dirty foot ass motherfuckers that put names and titles or whatever, um, she here, she ain't going nowhere, and sit back and and watch the show, watch the success. You're welcome. Um, that's all I have for now, ladies. Um, um thank you. <laughs> Why, thank you so much, Mister Fantastic. Um, shout out to Good Men. It says, um, he says Obsidian. I may have sent you a clip from your favorite swirler where she interviewed a seven figure black CEO and she asked him if he would wife a single mom. Um, hopefully he said, yes, shout out to the single moms out there, but anywho, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, we can hear you. <laughs> hey, Melody. Hey, but I want to get Miss J up in here since she was next. I'm going to go into the order as you guys came on the panel. If I get the order out of line, charge it to my head and not my heart. Uh, Miss J, what did you think of the interview? And did you have any questions for the Miss Jessica X? I thought it was a good interview. Um, I was just wondering about um, over in the UK. I mean, I noticed like not a lot of black people over, well, percentage wise. It's not a large percentage of UK people who are mm -hmm. black, um, but I know there's like different subsets. So you know, like the Nigerians, um, people from the Caribbeans, stuff like that. Um, over there, are they all intermixed, or are they all like in separate pockets? So okay, so um, no, there's not a, a large percentage of of black people over here. Still, only three point something percent of the population. Um, but black people tend to live in the cities, right? So London, where I am, for example, Birmingham, Manchester, you don't find them anywhere sort of apart from the cities. So where I live, there's still a large black population with very, um, yeah, they, there's black people everywhere. It's integrated. It's integrated. There's, you know, we have our tensions like Africans, Caribbeans and stuff like that, but um yeah for the most part everyone's integrated 
Okay. Shout out to B. He says, someone please loop the sound bite of just saying, hi, daddy, and email me. Want <laughs> <laughs> that as a ringtone. Um, thank you so much, B. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Cannon Wilds. He says, where is your melody voice, though? Hi, it's right here. Um, <laughs> shout out to one love. Um, Chrissy said, Jessica, at 25, I got flued out. Chrissy <laughs> is the most ratchet femininity coach ever. Jessica, can you please unblock me? Um, Are you blocked? I'll, I'll unblock you. I'll go through and I'll unblock you. Okay. Well, we're going to get Obsidian up in here. Obsidian, what did you think of the interview and what questions do you have for Jessica X? Hey, what's going on, everybody? And uh, I love the interview. I think that uh, I agree with everything with uh, Mr. Fantastic said. And um, I, I think that uh, the one thing about the interview, and it wasn't about Jessica per se, she was being asked about her her take on it. The thing that really bothers me, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. At this juncture, we're only 11 days out from the end of the year. Right? The thing that bothers me, and we all know what happened, you know, the main event of the year this month. So we all know what happened. We all saw it. World Star Hip Hop, the whole bit. We all know what happened. Look, and Chrissy's name has been bandied about. Look, at this juncture, to suggest that black women are having problems in the mating market because colorism it's, it's a bunch of bunk man i mean it's it's tired it needs to die the simple truth is those black women who make that argument you know are usually doing so because they're not competitive they're not competitive in the mating market and I and you know and, and to bring it back to Jessica, you know what's interesting about this? Jesse is only twenty five, mm-hmm. right? You got black women making this argument on YouTube, who are old enough to be at least an older sister, an auntie, in some cases a mother, and they're still saying this stuff. Now we all know that won't fly with men on the other side, not just the colorism piece, heightism, whatever. You are expected to be competitive. It's it's simply this. You either compete for the women you want or accept that you lost. It's time that with the ladies in black America, particularly those who want to pull out the colorism card, heard the same thing. It ain't about your color. It's that you're not competitive. Either right. compete for the men you want or accept the L. That's it. That's it. Um, accept the L and don't create any more. Oh, um, well, what I wanted to say to Obsidian's point, I think he brings about a good point in the women that don't necessarily want to compete. But to all the dark-skinned women out there, um, with the colorism argument, and, and this is no slight to light-skinned people, mixed people, whatever, but to say that somebody's getting chosen because they're a, a different color or they look a certain way to a certain degree, I feel like it is a bunch of BS. Um, as a dark skinned woman myself, it is. I've never, yeah. ever, ever 
um, had the issue of where I felt like somebody got chose because they were a different color. Now, what right. I do think women have a problem with saying out loud is that another chick might actually be fucking prettier. Yeah, than they I'm are. ugly. Okay. I'm an ugly ass, I'm an ugly ass but, bitch. That's what they said to say. I'm ugly. When do you when do you move from preference? Like everybody has a preference. Dark skinned women have a preference as exactly. it relates to who they want to be. So you know, like I, I don't. I, I think that you know it, it is kind of like um, BS to to uh, make that argument as it relates to dating. Secondly, why would you want someone who's not naturally attracted to you? You want him to feign attraction to you because you. you but his preference is light skinned women. That's absolutely. But listen, hold. On, let me let me say this real quick. Uh, Tarana Burke has a black man. Okay, Tarana Burke is dark skinned and she looked like a combination of Bing Rames and uh -uh, and um, and James Evans. Hold on, and James Evans from Good Times. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. What about Gabby? Gabby's another. Not only that, if you're if you're a dark skinned woman who hates being dark skinned, then just don't create more dark skins. Why are you Ooh. creating more problems? But that's the th hold on, Miss J. See, Miss J. That's the thing. Wow. See, Miss J. You, 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 you're saying you're saying you're saying that your life is so horrible because you are dark skinned, and you're but out there J, going and creating more at, kids who are dark skinned. Miss J. So, so Miss J. This, this really is the whole thing, though. Problem, then don't do it. But Miss J. This is the whole thing. So Chrissy's thing, Chrissy and Kristen and Karen's thing is okay. Divest, right? Divest. Don't deal with the black man. He dusty. He this. He that. All this other thing. But then they they tell they talk about Jessica. Oh, you mix, you this. Well, hold on, hold on, chick, hold on. So you are telling black women to go out with white men and make more mixed chicks. But then you don't want a mixed chick to give an opinion about the thing that you're trying to get them to create. Boom. It makes no sense. You need to you need to pick a side. And if you think being dark skin is such a such a big problem, then don't create more of them. Why are you going to create kids like who you say That sounds like self-hate, Miss J. If that's you, not self-hate. That's called reality. You need to pick a poison. Pick your not? side. If you pick if you hate Okay, but if you but I'm saying if you hate yourself, why are you creating more things you hate? This is if you I hate like yourself, why are you creating more things you hate? That doesn't make no Ms. sense. Miss J, let them box the draws with the dick holes in them fly. Let them let them roll. God damn it. Tell them, Miss J. Tell them. No, I'm just saying, if, if if you you need to really ride with what you believe, is what I'm saying. Don't I complain to have everybody else going through all these rigmaroles. If it's a problem with yourself, okay, accept it and then move on. Right. Well, the whole world's not gonna ride with what you what your problem is. You need to get therapy for it or you change it. Well, you know, either I'm way. And, and before y'all go, I want to read the super chat. Shout out to Nuruddin. He said, Jessica, it took a lot of courage and humility and comedy to deal with the melanin J who was just so ratchet and you played her like a fiddle. Good exactly. job. Thank you so much, Nuruddin. Shout out Thank to you, Christopher B. He says they argue that the prioritization of light skin exoticals is real and it affects dark skinned women. So why is their solution to marry white men and quadruple red bone production? That's a good question. I think so their kids won't have the same problems question. that they have. That's the reason listen, why they just don't want to say it. You know, you know, you know, I can they don't want to say it, but that's the reality of it. They don't want to say it, but that is. I got one more. I got one more. Shout out to the math scientist. He says black women blame colorism for their lack of dating success. Need to explain 
why the same black women are so successful at becoming baby mamas. Boop. Hold on. I want to say this really quickly. Miss J, if women, if black women, dark skinned women, if the, the, the answer is for them to procreate with somebody white, like that they're doing, what they're doing is just as bad as what they're accusing black men of doing by not choosing them. You're making no, your it's decisions not. on. Yes, it is. It's worse. It's you're, not. You're deciding. It's not. You're deciding. Yes, to, yes, it is. It's absolutely worse. How can you be upset at black men for choosing their preference in dating? Be, you know, regardless of if it's light skin, mixed, whatever it is. But then you're basing who you procreate with off of not wanting your children to have dark skin. That sounds absolutely because these no because these women's also preference is to not be dark skinned. Thank you. Oh my that's God. The part you don't want, that's the part we don't want to face. Tell them again, Ms. Jay. Listen. They, no, we they don't want to face it, it, but we need to be reality of it is. They in will this never world, admit it. I'm saying in this world, not just in this country, in this world, whether we like it or not, the darker you are, the worse you have it. But no, if you are, me, I'm saying if, if you're not willing to go in and do the work to improve overall your lot in life, you are not going to be happy and your children are not going to be happy being raised by someone who does not like the color of their skin. So why not do the work? I don't know if it's, they don't They don't want to. They don't want to. So the point is don't, don't create more of your problems. They You're creating more of the problems. Wait a minute. I'm going to mute everybody because we do have to talk one at a time. Um, I don't think they want to do the work because it is easier to come up with an excuse as to say that black men won't pick them as opposed to actually competing. Um, competing means getting your hair and nails done. Competing means not walking out of the house with a bonnet on. Ooh. Competing me, means um, being softer. Competing Boom. means working on your internal, working on your femininity. Also facts. on being co more cooperative. Also Boom. facts. Okay, but if you're not willing and to go ahead and do that, you going in creating children in your image that you do not like is not helping anybody. Boom. That's the fact of the matter is. So it seems to me, because I, I agree with Miss J, and this idea of, because it's the notion of, you know, go, go, you celebrate. Listen, man, that's, not, look, that's a smokescreen. The simple truth that most black women ain't going to be dating out and dating out. They need to stop this stuff. The reality is far too many black women are too damn lazy. They don't want to do the work. Boom. I'm sorry. Getting a mate is not an affirmative action federal program. You don't have a right to a mate. You have to compete, Woo. especially for the men you actually really want. Those high-value guys, the sexy guys, the successful guys, the tall guys, the fine-ass guys. You have to compete, and mm. the competition is fierce. Oh, um, shout out to Brother yeah, Leo. If you do compete, it don't mean you're going to win. But, Every uh, single year they compete in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Only one team wins. Somebody's going to lose. That's how it is. And Listen, you have to be cool. You know what? Really quickly. We got a super chat from Leo Anthony. Go ahead, Danny. And we also got to get some pe other people in um, on the topic as well. Okay, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, do these crybaby colorists plug their ears when you have black men say they prefer dark-skinned women over light-skinned? Yeah, this is George. Blindfold on when they see dark skinned women in relationships and getting married. Um, shout, shout out, out to George again. 
Mm. Um, shout out to good men. He says, I agree with Miss J. If you hate your skin, breed out the community so we don't have to deal with oh, your mentality. Oh, oh. You are doing black men a service. Whoa. Shout out to you, good men. Shout out to Smarkatech man. He says, sadly, darker people are seen as more dangerous. Shout out to you. And I'm missing somebody with a okay. Shout out to Snuggle Six Six Eight again. Um, he says, what are the tenets and values that the black community have in a place in place to prevent? lack of communication and degradation for each other thank you so much shout out to my baby daddy he says please lord have mercy jesus that spanish guy please relax and don't talk over each other because all we hear is yelling on our end thank, thank you so you, much babe. it's shout out to me again he says chrissy has basically said that she doesn't want to reproduce herself she sees dark skin as wow. a Dane, she won't even show herself. Ooh, that's kind of hot. Um, shout out to there. I said it. Um, wow, Miss J and many black women who think this way have drank the white supremacy Kool-Aid. Uh -oh. Ooh. Can I just Ooh. say we missed one super chat from Prime Time VA, and he said for the pick me fund. You all are appreciated. Thank oh, you, thank you so much, Prime Time VA, because yeah. I surely did miss it. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Jen said something really, really profound. She said, you know, the, she used an NFL analogy. Or, you know, X number of teams compete, only one becomes a champion. You know, that's true. Mm -hmm. See, this is something else that a lot of black women are going to have to be a disability. I mean, we're talking black women that are middle age now. This is really, that's the sad part. It'd be one thing if they were young mm -hmm. champions. That Jessica, we're talking black women 35, 40, 45, 50. Listen, some of y'all are going to get Prince T'Challa. Some of you won't make it. But a lot of y'all going to have to be okay with yoga. That's just how that is. That's just life. <laughs> how that works. Some of y'all going to have to be okay with that. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Um, I wanted to I wanted to go ahead. I, I I understand your point, Obsidian, but I wanted to allow um, some other people on the panel to also go ahead and chime in on the discussion as well as the interview. Um, who was next, Danny? I, I didn't see. Was it um, David Johnson? Okay. And thank you so much, Brother David, for the super chat. We really appreciate you. They damn show rolling in. Keep them coming, honey. We need it. Um, shout out to Soul Provider Speaks. He said, "Team, pay your life bill because you can't be seen." Team Dark Skin, shout out to us. Thanks, guys. Um, shout out to Smarkatech Man. He said, even with our struggles, 99% of blacks love being black. Uh, black is That's beautiful. a lie. People need to stop lying. That is not true. That is not true. <laughs> shout out to Nerdine <laughs> again. Black people who, don't, who, who even, even if they wouldn't come out and say it, appear to hate being black. Shout out okay. to Nerdine again. But I mean, that's still not true, though. He says, okay, the pink pill is losing. Meanwhile, the black man travel group is winning. Women from other cultures make that make sense. And then we're going to get- Why people dating. date out the least out of all groups? Why do we keep lying to each other? Well, that, that, we'll, I mean, we'll touch on that, but um, we wanted to get David Johnson in here real quick and then Black Wizard, and then we can you know come back around. Uh, and, and Mac as well. Um, go ahead, David Johnson. What are your comments on the discussion or the interview? Uh, chime in on whatever you'd like. Salute to everybody on the panel. Can y'all hear me good? I'm good. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that microphone works, Mr. Yeah. Dale. Gotta make sure. <laughs> Gotta make sure. Thank you. Um, I want to say, growing up, I've heard all the dark skin jokes. Like, make no mistake. I'm just, you know, I know y'all. I'm, I've always been a cute kid. You know, my aunties and older women always made me get them kissing. I was always kissing people. I'm like, why everybody always want me to kiss them? I was always oh, getting God. kissed in the mouth. <laughs> Listen, and I heard all the tar babies, all the dark skin, all the African booty scratches. I remember when all the light skin, green eyed dudes got all the women. Hell, they still get them now. Women just don't want to say nothing because they'll get called out on colorism. So I'm here to prove ultimately that the colorism is really the, the women because watch this. Most people say we know this isn't true, and we know that everybody has a preference. Set a lot, set aside the exceptions and people's preferences. Isn't the statement that most men will sleep with anything? That's what a lot of people say. A lot of people agree with that and believe that. Mm -hmm. So that lets you know that men really don't trip off shades. Now, like I said, you have a few men who do have a preference, but for most sleep part, with, not men. All right, sleep with mate, whatever. Most men don't have a big preference. Most men will take any type of decent looking shade of women they can get. Meanwhile, all while I've had all the women, I'm telling you my experience, I'm not speaking for anybody else. I'm speaking for me, what I've seen. All my years of growing up, I, I could get women. I would I light skin, brown skin women. I got them all day, every day. The chocolate women, I like all shades of women. I'm talking about, I've seen some beautiful chocolate, smooth skin chocolate. And I'm talking about, I jump out smelling good, jewelry, car, doing what I'm doing. The chocolate chicks wouldn't even lick my way. They wouldn't even give me a time of day. I'm like, God damn, like I would look at them and they would look off. I couldn't get them to give me no type of rhythm. And I ain't gonna they lie. Ain't gonna no black babies. No, they didn't. But listen, listen, I got look, look, one of my chicks was light skinned. She said, if I have a son, I want him dark. If I have a daughter, I don't want her dark. So my point I'm yeah. making I've heard that before. They judge differently. Mm -hmm. That's why everybody knows uh, that. I've definitely heard that before. Um, shout out to Mira Dean. He says, But the women of all the cultures are winning. And shout out to Gigi. I'm not going to read your what? name because it's nasty. He yeah. said, black women don't want to be black. They mad. They nappy head. Oh, that was real you nasty. You sound like you mad at black women for being black. What the hell? Um, can I say one thing? Let me read this last one. Um, shout out to Lavelle Adams. He says, I remember Chrissy constantly stating black men don't lead. My question would be, does she even know what real leadership is? Oh, thank you so much, Lavelle. Um, yes, Jessica, because oh, this, this, sorry, this is your show. Yeah, well, no, no, I'll let David finish and then I'll, I'll go off. Uh, Jessica, go ahead and chime in. Yeah. And so also what I noticed again, I'm I'm saying that we got exceptions, but those small exceptions, not colorism is done by dark skinned women. Cause meanwhile, a dark skinned women to go get her a light skinned guy and feel no problem about that. So I Rashida learned, Strober. Hey, thank you. You knew exactly who I was thinking of Fanto. You know, I was, she, and had, I mean, when we had her on old Shea show, the way she talked about the dark skinned dude. And then when she, the way she lit up, when she talked about her new light skinned man, it was apparent. And what I've learned too, Light-skinned women cape for dark-skinned women out of light-skinned guilt because of the sisterhood. And they preach, brother, preach. They wow. Now, listen, because you very seldom see dark-skinned women caping for light-skinned women. This is how you know it's the light-skinned guilt. And I'm going to give you another quick example, and I'm out. 
So with all that I just said, right, and all the brothers talking about dark-skinned women mean, and I couldn't get no dark, I could get brown women, light-skinned women, they love me, I couldn't get no dark women. So I, like, I would go to the bank, this particular bank, right? And this is thick chocolate chick manager working the bank I go to, this particular branch. And I mean, she thick, something I would like to hit. And when I would come in and I would see her and the more I would smile and turn on the charm, the meaner her face would get. And I'm like, God damn, I, I, let me stop this. So every time I would go in the bank from then on out after I seen she would look mean, the more I smiled and tried to turn on my charm, the angrier she got. I just stopped smiling. I just go in. I would try to avoid her because she would smile at everybody else. All the other Hispanic uh, tellers, sweet, hi, how you doing, smiling. She would, the chick would smile at everybody else. When I would get there, it's a straight poker face. So I said, you know what? I'm going to quit trying to smile at this chick and be cool with this chick. I'm going to just do my business. I'm going to be as cold as her. About six months after me going to her, dealing her, finally one day she gave me a smile. Probably because she was looking at my goddamn O's in my account. But finally she gave me and I, and I said, ain't this a bitch? Oh, it took six months of me coming in. I ain't never tried to hit on you. I ain't never tried to get it. I'm just trying to be charming, the charming asshole I am. And it took six months for me to finally get a smile out you. I'll be damned. Y'all got it. Yes. Um, shout out to Smarkitech Man. He says, not true. Thank you so much, Smarkitech Man. Shout out to Nuruddin. He says, they are winning those high value men. That's what. Thank you so much, Nuruddin. Um, Jessica, what do you have? Thanks, guys. So I was going to agree with with David um David has it spot on and this is what I've been saying in that it's mainly dark-skinned women who are the ones who are actually perpetuating the colorism it's them who's starting it it's them who's perpetuating it <clears throat> and it's them who's creating this um like almost hierarchy and we know he mentioned Rashida Strober and she's meant to be you know a dark-skinned women's advocate and um, one, she has no problem stating that her preference is light-skinned men, right? And also, when she had an argument with um, a, another black woman on her panel, and it wasn't even an argument, the woman simply disagreed with what she was saying, and she called her um, a crispy, burnt piece of chicken. Wow. And this is meant to be a woman who's Why? meant to be advocating for dark-skinned women, and she went out of her way to call another woman a dark-skinned um, a dark, crispy, burnt piece of chicken, right? So we, we have to look at the mentality here. And it brings me some, back to something Miss J said earlier. And she said, you know, if you women hate yourselves so much, then simply almost like, what what's the word? Breed yourself out, if that's how you want to put it. But these, these women have got it all wrong because it's not their skin color that's the issue, right? It's their personality, it's the mindset. And that's the same mindset that they're going to pass on to their light-skinned daughters, their mixed daughters. So their daughters aren't gonna win either. It's not gonna solve the problem. Their daughters will just have another excuse. Them uh, breeding the dark skin out of their family is not going to change anything. They need to breed the mentality that they have out of their family. And that's how you're gonna see things change. Facts, just dark skin, dark skin black women are the true self-haters that they claim everybody else else is. And um check all day. I would not make a blanket statement like that. How I am no, but I'm saying the difference is if you're raised where every time but I'm we we understand that we have the colorism king on the panel, so he's the one who said No, no, I'm the dark skin expert. Oh I'm 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 going to officially change my name. 
I am the dark skin expert. Being that I am a you know very very chocolate man, as you can see. Gonna um, be like, I'm, the I'm the dark skin right now, goddammit. Miss J, um, you know what, uh, Mr. Fantastic, you're gonna fall in love with a dark skin woman. If if, no, if I, you ever become single, you're gonna fall in love with a dark skin tell, woman. Tell the light skin when I'm 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 digging out right now. Tell tell the light skin when that no, I'm I just already saying, got a, the got one in line. Miss J, uh, what is your commentary? Then we want to have Black Wizard and Matt chime in because they haven't had an opportunity to say anything. No, I'm just saying the re the, the reason why they're going to continue continue having these particular issues is if you're raised in an environment where all you're seeing and all you're receiving is negativity all the time, it's virtually impossible for you to grow up and love it. And I if you're told that. all the time your features are ugly, if you're told all the time all these negative connotations about your skin tone, it's impossible. It is ridiculous to expect these people to grow up and think, oh, this is a wonderful thing. So if you're treating people horribly, don't be surprised when they don't want to be in that particular subgroup. That's every single demographic on earth. You see, oh, see, see the same thing in India. I'm saying you see the same thing in India, the same thing in South America, the same thing in Asia. If you have a certain subgroup that's treated like shit simply based on their features or their skin tone, they're not going to like their features or their skin tone. But and you telling them, women. oh, just love themselves is ridiculous. That's never going to work. It, it's coming and from And we just women, don't want to face that fact. There's a re I'm just saying there's a reason why, and I'm not trying to hate on anybody because I have biracial people in my family, but there's a reason why biracial people of a certain hue always tend to migrate over to the black side and not their white side. People want to act like colorism doesn't exist. Y'all need to stop being foolish about it. It does exist. Uh, we just I need to be honest of why it exists. I agree with that, and I do also really agree with what Jessica was saying. I do think it's a mentality. It could. It be is a mentality, but I'm saying if you grow up in that, then how did I get past it? To your point, it's something that is, uh, you know, that that's nurtured in them. It is something that you're told, you know. But I, I think that, um, I, I think that regardless, I think that it is the the people around them that have, you know, uh, are the ones that are resulting in them. Uh, developing these insecurities. I don't think that... Right, you know, they're taught it. Yeah, but hold, I'm saying, I, you're taught it from, women, a, very, from, from a, a very question? early age in a society, but well, to expect ask, someone, once they question? become an adult, to all of a sudden not well, no, to no, internalize no. everything well, that they've seen their whole you, life? No, let me ask wait, a wait, wait, wait a minute. We have to get Black Wizard and Mac in. Shout out to Snuggle6668 again. He says, I never understand do you always have to say not all for you to understand these conversations are in right. general or is it because a lack of intelligence. Thank you so much, uh, Snuggle668. And Smarkitech Man says, loving yourself will work. Um, shout out to Good Men. Right. He says, we had an 18-year-old woman on Justice Panel saying black men settle when they marry dark-skinned black women. How do you reverse engineer that mentality? Now we're going to get Black Wizard in and then Matt. I did want to respond to uh, Snuggles really quickly. Snuggles, that was an inside joke because I call him the king of colorism. I, I said that intentionally uh, playing with uh, Mr. Fantastic. but now, now known as the dark skin expert. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, go ahead, Black Wizard. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm going to be off topic because I'm just going to I was just going to ask a question for uh, Jessica. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Well, I, I did want to say that I really enjoy uh, when uh, Jessica X and Miss J uh, are speaking uh, because they usually bring a perspective that's a little different than uh, what you typically hear from, you know, the overall, I guess, the uh, hive mind, you know. But but um, uh, I wanted to ask Jessica, uh, what exactly keeps you in the manosphere? Like we know you kind of stumbled on it by accident, but what keeps you coming back and has it uh, been benefit has a manosphere been beneficial in uh, uh, adding anything to the perspective of your of, of your life has it changed anything for you yeah so um what kept me coming back is because I, I mentioned earlier that it's stuff that I'd it's stuff that I'd seen right so I'd seen it but um you don't get to have these conversations in real life. People aren't really willing to have these conversations in real life, or you can almost be ostracized if you want to discuss these things. However, here it's an open forum where you can talk about it. So that's what's interesting for me. I, you know, you can talk about it. You get to hear all of these different perspectives and it's eye-opening um, listening to different people's opinions, their experiences. I like that. And um, I've, I've learned a lot. It's been beneficial because, okay, so I said that I, I've seen it in real life, but then now I get the real stories behind it. I get the statistics behind it. I get the information behind it. So it's expanding my knowledge on all of the things that I was seeing. I'm getting a deeper understanding of it all. Shout out to Primetime VA. He says, we know colorism exists. We just want black women to stop using it as an excuse or and or crutch. I think that's a good point, too. Can I ask one more question? Go ahead, Black Wizard. Then we want to get Mac in and we'll come back. I know you guys have some commentary that you are excited to get out. But go ahead, Black Wizard, and then Mac. Okay. So... Like the intellectual pursuits, I, I understand like having the data and going into it more detailed, but like when you leave the computer or you put down your phone and you go out in your regular life, has it changed anything about your perspective about the men that are that are or women that are around you? Have has their perspective widened or do you think more negatively of things? I don't think more negative I think it's Almost my mindset going out in the real world has stayed the same almost because like I said, I saw it before. So I always, I, I was aware of it and I always dealt with it a certain way. And so um, the awareness has always been there. And so I've always navigated outside life a certain way. So um, yeah, the way I treat people has stayed the same. But I do, I do pick up on things now more, you know, um, for example, I'd be watching a film, I'd, you know, just seeing different forms of media or seeing what's going on outside and you're like, hmm, I understand what's going on there. I have gained a deeper understanding, so I see more, I'm more aware now than I was before. But ah, I don't... But yeah, but I have a problem though, because, I mean, I keep hearing people say, color is this, color is this. Well, wow. Obsidian, wow. we're going to come back to your question, though, because Mac hasn't had an opportunity to speak. So if you hold that question, we will um, go ahead and give people an opportunity to speak on that. Um, really quickly, I just want to read the super chat from Mira D. He says, those women, those women of other cultures 
are winning those black men that, that you didn't want. They are snatching them up and saying, I got my good black man. Uh, thank you, Nuradine. We appreciate you. And Mac, what are your thoughts on all of this? Hey, everyone. Um, this conversation on but um, I just want to say, Jessica, I'm I'm a choppy. Yeah, you are. Can you? I think you're good now. Though. I think you're good. You're good now. You're good. Yeah, you just have to lower down the volume on your headset. All right, can you guys hear me better now? Perfect. Ten times better. Yeah. Ten times better. Yeah. Can you hear me better now? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. You're perfect. Go ahead. Perfect. Okay. Um. First of all, I just wanted to shout you out, Jessica. Um. I have, uh, I hadn't seen you, but I've heard like, or got a chance to read, you know, more so of the inflammatory areas where you were present and all the back and forth. And it was, it was refreshing to hear you on the one-on-one without any interference. Um, you articulate well, you're intelligent and, um, you held your space. I wanted to say kudos to that. And, um, I especially agree with how you described, um, feminism. Uh, I am, I'm too like anti-feminine, whatever you want to call it, but. I just wanted to really point, um, say that you did a, a, a really good job explaining your thoughts on that, and I agree. Um, as it relates to colorism, I will say that in general, just from a uh, racist or institutional standpoint, and I don't think, and I'm not talking about dating, and 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 I think that it does exist, but not at the micro levels or how a lot of uh, women like to make it out to be. And I'll further add that um, I think the ultimate problem is, despite that it does exist. The reality of it is women don't want to compete and that's their problem. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Women don't want to compete. And so because because it does exist on a bigger, larger institutional scale, it's one of those things where I can drag and drop this here. And that can really shield the fact that I'm not willing to compete and go after the man I want. Um, I am a dark skinned woman. and um, I said women. Jesus, I'm a dark skinned woman. And I've (laughs) never (laughs) I've never had a problem dating or snatching the man that I wanted. And, that's smart. And I oh, she got that snatch. Oh, we went okay. We ain't slick. You got that snatch? <laughs> Y'all so awful. And that, y'all are terrible. And I oh my god. Specifically, um, I remember um I was you know dating because I believe in dating. So while dating, I'm okay with a man that's dating another woman. We're not committed. That's the point. It's like when you go on a job interview, right? You don't, you know, you don't look at one job at a time. You look and you put your resume everywhere it can go, and you know, all that other shit. So anyway. Um, I remember like, you know, the guy I was dating at the time, he was dating other women and these women were like, and some of these women were absolutely like, they were beautiful. They were light skinned. They were in between. And these women were like frustrated or upset. We were, you know, we ended up being in in a space online. So some of us were able to know, oh, he likes her and that sort of thing. But anyway, long story short, you know, the number one thing that all these women said was, "I, I don't got time to compete. I'm not competing. If he can't see me for me, then he ain't worth it. And I'm saying like, yeah, and that's why in the end you're not gonna get the prize. And I think women need to yeah. open it up and be willing to compete. And you'll see just how little colorism matters in dating. I, that's just how I feel. Can I say something? First. Are you married? Let us read the super chats first. <laughs> not, um, uh, shout out to Smart Attack Man. He said <laughs> they're snatching us up. Mm. Um, yeah, we don't know what mm-hmm. statue is either. 
Uh, shout out to David Johnson. He says, I've gotten past my dark societal insecurities growing up by self-esteem and being the best me I can be by staying groomed, working out, dressing nice, and keeping abundant resources. Shout out to the man resources, honey. Thank you so I'm much, not, David. Um, can I I'm say something? Married, but I am Ho hold on, guys. Oh, I'm oh, not married, got but I am in a committed relationship. Uh, Shout out for one love. One love. Um, go ahead, oh, Danny. You go ahead and read it. White men are colorist too. They prefer blondes. They find they find them significantly good looking than brunettes. White men prefer blondes. Uh oh. Oh, to darker haired women. Sorry about that. Thank you so much. And I that swear, I and that's why they hot hair dyes out of it. Yeah. Um, shout, out to, shout out to David Johnson. He says, I do all that because I'm willing to compete. David, great point. Um, because everybody has to compete to a certain degree. If you're trying to get somebody decent and you want somebody, um, most people are trying to get decent people. Most so, people are lazy and don't want to put in the work. That's David it. Johnson. And they are threatened, and a lot of times they're threatened when they see someone that got their shit together and comes up to par. And and my thing is, if you focus on, if you work on being the best version of you, then you you won't have to worry about you know what that other person is bringing to the table because the reality of it is, so, you know, you may or may not get chosen, but that's the point of that that that's the right. point. That's the name of the game. It's called dating. And so I just think that women need to. Um, it's so funny that. Women are competitive with each other in every other area, but they're intimidated with the idea of competing for men. And guess what's Matt happening Cole now? And, and guess what's happening now? Wait a minute, Nerdine. David Johnson mm -hmm. also says a lot of women are simply just using excuses to keep from having to compete. Simple. Is that we'll compete. Then? We mm -hmm. compete with each other about everything, but when it comes to men, all of a sudden there's no such thing, or we're not willing to. So we'll turn around and reluctantly take the loss to the man but then go try to go behind their back and steal the man like that's bullshit hey, listen, but you know who all, you know who's also competing guy. women is also competing for black for those for those same dusts and those same high value men I've seen I've actually been a part of the um, black man's traveling group and I see and, and the black man's traveling group has only been around for maybe about two years after I think after Charles Tyler passed away and meanwhile, they're winning. These women are winning. Are winning the black men that these black women didn't want. But meanwhile, the the pit pill hasn't. Ha, whose job is to uh, hook up black women with white men? They're losing all the time. Make that make sense? And well, these women from yeah. other cultures, these women from oh, from other cultures are seeing what's going on, and they're saying, "I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that good black man because they're competing." Well, good man says snatch girl is spitting. Thank you, good man, for the super. <laughs> the super yes, and we also uh, got one from Smart Attack Man. He says, "Did y'all know that most dark-skinned black women are born Gemini zodiac?" I feel attacked. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I don't know why that. you feel attacked, Concrete. Cause, ooh, child, listen, ooh. baby, don't you start. I think Ooh, that uh, O has That's not a good. question for the panel, and then um, we'll get Mr. Fantastic back in here in the Miss J. Obsidian? 
Okay, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so my, my problem with this is, uh, and I know the reason why I, I know Nuruddin is a bit uh enthusiastic, he's a bit uh zealous, and uh, and, and that can be a bit much for some people, but I understand why he does it because you know. There's something to be said. You know, a lot of black women have been really mean to a lot of guys. You know, at some point, exactly, there has, be, there has to be some recognition of humanity in black men. They're not just, uh, you know, uh, uh, automatons. They're not. At some point, there has to be some recognition of that. And there have been black women that have been very mean to black men. I mean, unmercifully so. And black men are just supposed to take it in stride. It's abusive. It's unfair. It's inhumane. And it has to stop. Now, to get to the point about colorism, my thinking is this. We seem to want to hold on to a lot of... Um, a lot of the things from the past. And I'm sorry, man, you know, I'm sorry, man, that's, that's, that just doesn't work anymore. You have, I mean, one of the most powerful people on planet earth is a black woman named Oprah Winfrey. Can't get much more darker than Mississippi. We had a first lady, man, Michelle Obama, South Side of Chicago. Come on, man, Viola Davis and Lupita Luongo are Oscar winners. Miss Universe is from Africa. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It just doesn't work anymore. You got to be competitive. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. It just doesn't work. You know, Nurdine mentioned Crystalline Karen. Nobody's got a problem with sisters that find love wherever they can find it. That's not the issue. The issue is Crystalline Karen has deep-seated issues that she can't let go. And she's damn near 50. She's almost 50 years old with this stuff. I'm sorry, black women that are solidly middle-aged and couldn't cut it for whatever reason, they're going to have to come to come to grips with it and get on with it. Life is moving on. I'm sorry, you couldn't cut it. Most black women don't play sports. Most don't. But for a lot of us boys that cook, that play sports, you experience what it's like to be humble. That's right. You experience what that's like. You know what it's like to go up against a team. They're just a better team. And you don't get to use stuff like, well, you know, they 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 cheated. Uh, 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 uh they're light skinned. Uh, 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 they had they had medical equipment. No, they're just better than you. That's it. Right. And you go and back. You, sometimes you have to overcome and adapt. If you want, if you want to beat that better team, sometimes you have to overcome and adapt. You have to yeah. you have to find train out what your shortcomings harder. are and make them and make them and train harder. And speaking of which, you know when I, when I oh. Yeah, when I when I play um uh either paintball or I play uh, martial arts, if I'm going up against someone who's better than me, you know what I do? 
I don't I don't sit down and complain and say, oh well, he's better than me and this and the third when I play um when I play airsoft. I don't say, well, oh, they got better equipment than me. You know what I do? I train harder and get my own equipment so I could be better. So I can so I can get the respect. That's all that's what men do in sports. That's what we do when we compete. We don't sit down to complain. We train harder. That's the new word for you ladies today. Compete. And you know what's going on? These women from other cultures, they're competing and they're winning. Uh, they're winning. But um, That's the thing that's on, going on. They're winning. Nerding, uh, we we want to yeah. just read the super chats really quickly. Um, we got a super chat from the RX. Uh, says, if a student has a negative attitude, never puts in any work, and never arrives to class, they can't claim the title of valedictorian. There are requirements that these women don't or can't meet. Thank you, uh -oh. Alex. We appreciate you. Any more, Danny? Real Brother Radio. Hey, RBR. Uh, he hey. said, oh, God. sisters <laughs> don't fall for black men taking their cues from white men who want our uh, relationships and communities to fail. Hmm, say that. Uh, any more, Danny? Well, Snuggle RBR, how is it? says, Sir Obsidian, do you think the black population has the ability to uh, outthink the situation that has come about due to feminism. And One Love says, white women that dyed their hair get treated totally differently. Black men treat light-skinned women differently and white men treat blondes differently. Oh, oh, that's a bunch of bunk. That is facts. That's a bunch of bunk. Now, that's why L'Oreal exists. Now, well, getting to, now, getting back to the question of um, of um, Feminism again in the black community. What what was the question? What was uh was that yeah? It's something about the black community. It's a, sir Obsidian, do you think the black population have the ability to outthink the situation that has come about due to feminism? Yes, you have to do whatever you want to do. You don't have the will. Mm. Um, does anybody want to drop down off the panel? We do want to rotate some more guests through because some other people did have some questions and wanted to have a chance to speak with Jessica X. Uh, salute y'all can drop me. Salute y'all. Well, did you have anything to say, David, before you go down? No, no, I, I'm brave. Yeah, I got off everything I need to get off. This was a great stream. Thank you, ladies. Salute. Later to everybody. Thank Goodbye, you, David. We appreciate you. I have and, a and question Jessica. for Jessica. Um, yeah. Hold on one second, Matt. Um, go ahead and ask your question, Mac, and then we'll have Mr. Fantastic chime back in, and then Miss J. Okay, I just I have a question. When you were speaking about, um, you know, media and the perception here in America and things like that, um, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was something that made me think that I feel like media is just one of those things that it's always going to manipulate or portray like awkward pictures that the person who's not there um, right. can't see. And I wanted to know if you if you take that into account um, before arriving at a place of um, what your thoughts are, what your opinions are. And I'll give an example of like how for many years, Blacks in America thought Africa was like the epitome. All you saw was like on our TVs here, feed the hungry children, you know, 25 cents a day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of that. The villages, not the like that. Yo, it's not like that at all. And, you know, before we, you know, before any of us or many of us started to go abroad and visit those places, we were totally thinking, you know, oh, you know, we live much better. Nobody wants to be back at home. But then you learn 
in real time that, you know, there's the same way there's poverty here, there's poverty there, there's poverty everywhere, but they have beautiful, I mean, countries and places where wealthy people dwell. And so I say that to say, do you ever take into account when you're thinking about what goes on in, in, you know, in black America that what you might see on media is just a small fragment. And even of that small. Oh, she went out. I get the, the gist of, of what she's saying. Um, mm -hmm. And absolutely, I take that into account. And so I know if we take, you know, those those charity adverts, right, with the kids with the flies on their face in in Africa. That's something that's <clears throat> pushed out there by um, a machine, a corporation, right? I see that no differently than I see adverts on the TV. I see Hollywood. I see all other forms of um, more manipulated media where they're pushing a narrative. And so I understand that there's a narrative being pushed. And that's why I'm not necessarily judging what I see um, of, of America by, by those forms of media. Got it. What I was judging by is the fact that if I see a video of two women fighting in <laughs> Waffle House, that's filmed <laughs> by a normal person. It's posted by a normal person. And it's a reflection of normal life. Wait a minute, just the but it's only that's a reflection of that. That's, that's not a reflection. It, it won't be any Waffle House slander going on. I don't know. Ain't no white folks fighting in Waffle House. Don't do it. That's a reflection of that's a reflection of their lives, not life for black right. Americans, not how black right. But then concrete, if I'm seeing hundreds of these videos and more and more, and they just keep coming. There's an overflow of these videos. Waffle House has a 90% nigger nigga, um, uh, service what? base. That is, you know, what? one of the questions on the job application for I Waffle can, House was, can you fight? I so, exactly. <laughs> that means that it's somewhat a normal occurrence where that person is, lives. The funny thing is, though, um, I, I, I don't formulate negative opinions about the UK because of anything that I've seen. Let like, me, I want to add, I want to add something real quickly to that. Um, I get what you're saying, but something I tend to, um, this is more of psychological conditioning type of thing. So on the flip side, I don't know how much you see on, online, you know, what your, what your views are. Um, but if you look at sometimes videos of like, you know, these candid videos of white people and the shit that they do, you know, bar, bar brawls and all this really crazy, absurd, you know, fights and all kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. How is it that, and it's not, man, it's just more rhetorical, so I don't know if this really, like, it could be answered directly by you, but how is it that white people are still able to maintain an image of purity, prestige, and all these things, right? And we see some of the, um, these normal people, you know, committing these crazy acts that they chose to do irrepressible of what mainstream media the narrative media pushes for them in that light but you know these few or moments where you see not you per se but if people see an instance where black people are acting out of character if you will it, it creates this perception that that is the norm when when you're looking at white people acting out right they're not, they're not disguised as that and media doesn't push a negative narrative on them the way they push a narrative a negative 
narrative on black people. So it's, it's, well, well, even if you look I, at the narrative that's pushed about black men, like, I, I, did you come to the the uh, conclusion that? Oh, that, like, I see, and I don't like that either, right? Like, you yeah, know, in our world, black men are wearing an example because and, she's been able to, you know. Um, not identify with black men, but you know, well, she's considered male identified. But did you did you formulate a negative opinion about black men because of all of the negative portrayals in, in media and even those that are um, filmed, like you know, personal films that are um, submitted? Or do you not see any of that on your um, timeline? Here's the thing: if I'm looking at something like um, a Chrissy video, I, I'm I'm smart enough to realize that that's an opinion. What she's pushing is her opinion of black men, and even just listening to her rhetoric, you can see that she's a bitter person, and that's very like, different. Uh, when, that's very different when you're listening to somebody's opinion in which there are two sides. To, no, to that's that not situation, right? Not to go one at a time. If you guys hear somebody answer, asking a question, please do not interject because it sounds horrible during the playback. Playback. Uh, so please <laughs> go one at a time. Shout out to my baby daddy. He said, "Now I could be mistaken, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that most bros will overlook skin tone." a skin tone preference for a woman with a sunny disposition, great personality, and a look about herself. I and agree. by look, I think uh, my baby means a fat ass. Thank you so much, babe. Um, <laughs> shout out to Pablo Frescobar. He says, black men are requesting fit bodies more than hair and fair skin. Why can't they get that? Pablo, right. that's a fair question. Thank they you so can. much. It's a very fair question. And, and uh, I just wanted to add clarity to my comment, and I'll read uh, RBR's um, super chat. But he, uh, I just was saying, Jessica, I'm not talking about the um, you know personal opinions of others. For example, I watch like uh, police chases. So I you know I watch police chases, but I see a lot of. Uh, uh, videos or come up in my suggestion of police chases and as a result uh, most of the time it's black men uh, that, that are being chased by police because those are the videos that I click on and I watch um, I'm meaning like the actual um, not, not people's opinions but like actual factual events that are occurring and are being videotaped Okay, so and also, um, so are you are you trying to are you trying to say that I I don't get are you trying to say either that I'm um particularly looking for these videos or no I, no let me let, can I try it because I'm the one that asked the question hold so, on let me read RBR's uh, uh super chat and you can go ahead and go RBR says nobody should be dating an entire race of people you should date one black woman who embraces her race and culture rejects the myth of white supremacy. Real brother. Thank you, RBR. We appreciate you. And Snuggle668 says, to the people on the panel, is the stats on Black America close to right on what is said on Black demographics? Uh, we will ask your question as soon as we resolve the one that's floating. But um, uh, the RX says, but how much footage shows whites fighting over the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Hmm. Not gonna happen because um, it don't exist. Well, okay, well, that, well hold on, Matt, Matt, they ain't find them right in white neighborhoods. Well, Matt, well, go yeah. ahead and add clarity, and then we'll go okay. ahead and just move the conversation. Well, forward. Well, okay. that, well, that's the point, and so just allow me a few minutes to explain. Sometimes y'all know I go off a little bit, but I try to arrive at the point. But that's the point. So, like, we know that you know white people, we have they have tons of 
trailer park trash and shitty this and shitty that. And I don't know if you guys have not realized, but just in general, there has been a heightened sense of what I like to call media gaslighting ever since social media has become like a profound thing. So what I mean by that is, like, let's use police brutality, for example. Cops have been killing people in the quiet for forever, right? But now it's like they want it to be in your face to incite that kind of tension and frustration and aggravation. All of a sudden, everything is recorded. Things, you know, it, it's ridiculous. So what I mean is, I feel like black people fighting, that's true, get on this ratchetness. And with white people, they do their shit too. But I feel like even though those are people with personal choices, media is still going to filter how much you see on the white negative side and exploit how much you see on the black negative side. So I'm saying that because we subconsciously, not not us on this panel, I think most of us are way above that, but just ideally speaking, whites always get the benefit of the doubt despite how much negative is or is not. Not from what I'm seeing. Yes. And, And in the black world, black people lose the benefit even even if they are trying to do things or even if there's positive light, the neck the one negative paints like an exasperated picture. But yeah. yet, no matter how many negatives show up for white people, there's not that same kind of train of thought. So I was just wondering, you know, right. if, if that's your thought view, like across the board, being that you're not here, you're not in this country, um, is that your thought view across the board or is it is or do you see it the same? Like do you see it the same in the black world and the white world, or have you zoned in? on black, you know, on black women or black people in general in that regard. Here's the thing. It's disproportionate when it comes to black women. When I'm comparing the amount of black women that I see fighting in videos compared to the amount of white women that I see fighting in videos, given that white women over there must be like, you know, white people must be probably at least 50% of your population. The uh, amount of videos that I see, percent or something. Yeah. Six, no, okay. sixty White people are over sixty percent of the population. Yeah, so, the, amount, the amount that I oh, see, it's on, it's disproportionate, and that tells me that it's a bigger problem within the black community than it is within the white community. I can see that from the outside. That allows those right, and, and, right, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. No, but this is well, where, I, 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 this I, I, we already said it has where, to be one person at a time. Jessica, and then Mac, and then Conquer or however this is where we remove the propaganda machine we're we're removing the propaganda machine there's still propaganda let me tell you this right um even if even if let's just say it happened at the same rate guess what white people aren't uploading it at the same rate so there's something that excites these black women they're not recording it either they're not recording themselves either there's something about them that they find that exciting and then they go and upload it that is false it's it's not false the platforms that we're airing this stuff on they will take those videos down whereas they will permit and allow the videos of black people doing the same things to circulate you'll get a video struck down if you're it could be the same type of behavior that a white person is engaging in and a black person is engaging world star ain't ain't shutting down nothing and keep up the black Hold on, World no, Star is not shutting down anything. We've seen that when it World comes Star to social media, one of the most protected classes of people on social media is the black woman. Black woman, that's thank you. That's false. That, that, it is. Let me tell you this concrete. A can, woman can, can go on her platform, right, and say that black women should abort all black men at birth. And nothing happens. And her channel will stay up. 
Let a black Jessica, man go up there and say something like that second, and his channel is getting struck. If you think for one second that black women are more protected in any facet and anywhere in this country or even on social media than white women, I'm sorry, but that is completely wrong. Like, I, okay, I'm not it, sure where that comes from. But can I ask her a question? It, it comes, well, it well, comes from on. the fact that it, it's, it's liberalism, right? And so we're pro-woman, we're pro-minority, um, we're pro-all of this stuff. Who Black makes Lives up, Matter proves who it. makes up the, the, the biggest demographic of that? When we're saying that we have a high percentage of black women who are becoming lesbians, you're a minority because you're black, you're a woman, you're you're hitting those protected classes. And that so you are protected not. through yeah. law. That, 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 that doesn't matter as it relates it to does. how they're able to, uh, as it relates to propaganda, us being black and women, we're not going to receive any preferential treatment over white women. That, that's oh, not. Yeah, you are. And, and, and you have been. You, and the white media. And the, one of those targets. No, I mean, well, can, I, can I have my turn? We have to go one at a time. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let us read the super chat. Uh, Mac, you can add clarity real quick. We're going to move on from this point because I don't want to get stuck here. And we got to let Mr. Fantastic, Miss J and Mr. Fantastic have both both been trying to get in and um, they were next. But we got a super chat from Mike Shinnery. He says, if they don't have negatives to show, they will show something else. It ain't always the same person being shown. I agree with that, Mike Shinnery. I was just going to add, I didn't realize, like, I, I see you guys are getting gender specific about black women, black, I was speaking as a whole. So you, you brought a black woman, but I do feel like on the flip side where the black men are exploited at on media or camera or whatever the case may be, white men also are protected in areas that we are exploited overall. So I didn't really mean to make that gender specific. I just used the black women fighting example because that's what you mentioned um, you know, when you were speaking, when you were conducting the interview part. So I wasn't trying to, you know, I feel like, I feel like in this case, I'm speaking about just the white view versus the black view. So men are not, men are subjected, black men are subjected to that same unfortunate, uh, media propaganda or projections that black women are as it relates to their white counterparts. But so that, that doesn't is, influence her views of black men. Here's the reason is. why I, um, why I did bring gender into it because when I'm looking at the amount that I'm seeing of, you know, white men having fights and black men having fights, it's proportionate. It's proportionate. So I see, I see both going on, but it's proportionate. But with the women, it's disproportionate. Do you see the difference? So that's why I'm saying I, I can obviously I see. Yeah, I that's why I, I differentiated on terms of gender. Okay, so let's let uh, Mr. Fantastic then, Ms. J, uh, get in. And and, uh, and, I, and then I want to say something after that. Anuradine, we're going to uh, go back around in order. So uh, we'll do Black no problem. Wizard, uh, Melody, Black Wizard, then you. Okay. All right, so, so to the point of the, the contention that was just here a couple seconds ago, again, uh, Black people are our own worst enemies when it comes to protecting our image or projecting a bad image. World Star Hip Hop completely and totally survives off of black people uploading black people doing dumb you know nigga shit sorry this is what it is as far as the women thing goes again you have plenty of people that have been in this youtube space showing you black women to white women fighting is disproportionate and again in the 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 violence rates and the crime numbers um would would actually support that also don't don't blame the media don't blame people showing it blame the black women for doing it and it being out there for it to be shown 
Um, as far as the thing going mm-hmm. as the image thing goes, the most famous chase I know right now is a white woman that crashed, I think, with something like a Jeep and she hopped out and she's running with a baby after she snatched it out of the thing. So that that goes against your narrative that black men or black women are the, you know, the the picture or whatever of crime. That's like the most popular meme and most popular image of any police chase going on right now. And that's been like for at least a month and a half. Getting back to the original point that I really wanted to touch on. This is my problem when black women bring up colorism or whatnot, what have you, right? We talk about all the time because a lot of us grow up in um, impoverished um, or very low middle class, um, you know, beginnings. And yet and still we overcome those things in our adulthood. If you can apply that to something that's extremely um, uh, important and dynamic as, um, you know, finances, why can't you do the same thing with your own personal vision of yourself? I mean, we, we have black women for dark skinned black women have an extremely low self-esteem. I, I keep telling you, it's the triple I syndrome, intrinsic inferiority and, and insecurity complex. I don't know why or how. But again, and, and the reason why I don't I can't get down with it because I'm dark skinned myself. I, the first person to ever say anything bad about me being dark skinned was a dark skinned girl. All right. That's the first people that the first people that, that keep the colorism thing going and running, you know, are dark skinned females. And then once you grow up or you get older and so on and so forth and you choose a preference that's not them, then you're the enemy. And like I said, you have things where, like Jessica said, there are two uh, two black women I heard on this thing that said, if it's a black boy, kill it. And and it's cool. Black women are out here like, you know, oh, no, I can't support this. Oh, sis, you're going too far. No, I these women not only. That on our well, 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 hold on. And that's what I'm saying. And this is what I'm saying. You're the minority, though. That should be a majority of black women refusing and rebuking this woman and be like have you lost your fucking mind because again at the end of the day all the all the all the all the stats say this all of these colorism preachers whether it be christian carison which to my understanding christian carison had a interracial marriage but it failed okay and from what she's and what she's been doing now in her her older years way outside of her prime already with children she's trying to get back in the door with a white man and she can't no matter how many white men she brings up on her platform to interview her None of them are going to marry her or take her on seriously as a as a as a spouse or even a long term relationship. These women are snake oil salesmen to dark skinned black women who have, again, fragile, very, very fragile self images and, and, and self-esteem when it comes to themselves. And instead of them getting out here, like you guys saying, and competing, doing what's necessary to be chosen, they are listening to women like Chrissy. They're listening to women like um, Chrislyn Karazin. They're even listening to women like that nigga in the wig and they're blaming and trying to go to war with black men when black men are their only true saviors. That's your best hope to be taken care of. OK, these other folks don't want your attitude. They don't want you, you being overweight. What you call thick again, a, a white girl that's like like 10 pounds overweight is is a fat as a fat ass to a white boy. So imagine you coming in at, at 20 and 30 pounds. OK, with all that ass that he ain't equipped to, to deal with. OK, too deep, too deep. But that's all I'm saying, man. We, we, we got to get to the point of where black women need to help black women out and start becoming sort of, a, I guess, like, a, a, I don't want to say a trauma, but say some some type of self-esteem network for each other <clears throat> to, to help bring them out of this thing as to where they really are not satisfied with themselves. That's that's the true issue here. Colorism only goes one way. Black, dark skinned black dudes don't complain about colorism. Light-skinned black dudes don't complain about colorism. Light-skinned women don't complain about colorism. It's only one way that this colorism shit comes from, 
and that is the that that's just like like Obsidian said, man. There are too many successful dark skinned women in relationships and being chosen and all these other things for that to still be an excuse in 2020. And I think it's actually counterproductive at this point in time for actually helping us move forward. That's and it, out of all the things we have going on, um, with finances, culture, uh, my education, all these different things. For black women, colorism is in the top five, and that's there's no way that should be there. So that's all mm -hmm. I got for that. Can I can I just jump off um, something Mr. Fantastic said, in that when he was talking about who's filming these clips, who's uploading it, who's promoting a certain image, right? We need to get down to the root of the problem, because we can sit on these platforms all day and say the media are are propagating an image. This person is doing something to, you know, um, put the microscope on the black community. But if we get to the very root of the problem, we can solve all of that very easily. Where it's stop doing these behaviors in the first place and the media can't propagate it. Stop doing these behaviors in the first place and the media can't put a spotlight in it, on it, sorry. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to get to the very root of the problem. We're saying, listen, stop blaming the media. Stop blaming all of that. Take accountability and the media won't be able to um, stereotype you or paint you a certain way. If we sit out here and start encouraging ladies, listen, Stop fighting in the middle of the street. Stop fighting in Walmart. I saw a video just the other day that was all over the news of two women fighting over a PS5. Um, she got yeah, like, I saw that. stomped, stomped out. Is that what you call it? You know, she basically like stamped on her head. Yeah, not stomp, the stomp other woman out. That could never have made it onto to worldwide media that I'm seeing it over here on a news channel. If these women weren't doing it in the first place, let's actually address the root of the problem, which is is the behavior that, that we're doing. Stop blaming these other systems. That's not going to change anything. If you really want to change it, stop doing it in the first place. Stop it. No one can take advantage of you that way. No one can portray you in a, a negative light unfairly. No one can do that if you're not doing it. You know, there Let's will address that. Be, there will Shout out be to Level Six Six Eight. Um, he says, who is the protector of women? Thank you so much, Snuggle Snick 668. Um, shout out to Brother Leo Anthony. He says, Ados black women are allowed to publicly disrespect black men more than any demographic of women on the planet, yet claim they the least protected houseway. Um, very interesting point. Um, oh, Smarkatech came up here. Hey, Smarkatech. Hold on one second. I wanted to say that um, there will always be bad apples, but I, I think that it's unfair to paint all black women with a broad stroke brush because of even if you talk about you've seen a hundred fighting videos, that's not even point zero 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 one percent of the population. There will always be bad apples in every culture. I just think that um, it, you know, for anybody who who feels this way, that it sounds hypocritical when everyone else can be looked at, uh, when, when black women are looked at as a monolith, but everyone else, you can say, oh, those are, you know, the, the, those are the people of that ilk from that group. Um, mm -hmm. It just seems a bit hypocritical, but we did get another not, super chat from Goodman. He says, dark-skinned black men are more likely to suffer from police violence 
and longer prison sentence. We face a more lethal consequence for our skin color, yet we ain't on the internet moaning. Good men, I agree with that 110%. Can I just say but, that I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't um, saying all, all black women are like that. And I can acknowledge that there will always be bad apples. It's always going to have, there's always going to be some, right? But what I'm saying is that it's disproportionate and that's what I keep getting onto oh, yeah, that it's I happening agree. it's happening above a, a normal level I and agree, so I'm not, I agree with everything else that you said it is like we do um need to call out the behavior I don't disagree at all that we need to call out the behavior I think that you are spot on but I do still believe that there are systems in place um and we can't ignore that but I don't think that that should be an excuse for us not to behave properly But um, but concrete. Nerdin, go ahead, Nerdin. Yeah, go ahead. Then we, we're gonna let Miss J in. The reason why a lot of times the uh that we do have bad apples, and I'm not I'm not I'm not uh promoting them promoting them, but they get the most promotion in the black community by the people that are that are defending them. We're trying not to defend them, and the people that are defending them are the ones that are propping them up. That's the reason why the bad apples can continue doing what they're doing. They, uh, they wouldn't. The bad I, apples wouldn't be able to do what they do if they weren't getting propped up by pe by people. Literally, right. if you see a a a a, a a a a dude, especially especially the dude who you know has you know a a, a twelve warrant, you know he's he got he's his nickname is Bench Warrant Bilal, and he's doing a lot of bench warrant stuff, and he know he got a, a gun in the car. And when the police pull him over, then all of a sudden he gets nervous. Then he starts pulling the gun. The police got to shoot him. You know, and then the and then it, it's not only that the police are saying it; they're showing you this. It's not like you're you, you're they're they're lying and saying, yeah, well, he just pointed out we had no choice. You're literally well, seeing dudes. You're literally you're literally uh -huh. seeing that. And then the people that are coming to, to, to that are coming to the defense are the people that uh, the, it's not it's not Look, good. Pete, it's is, not. Uh, I understand. That's what I'm point. talking I about. You were gonna make a quick comment. We gotta let Miss Jay get in. And here, but we did get another and I gotta I gotta say uh, one thing real quick. Nordin, yeah, we're go gonna ahead. come back to you because we wanted to go in order. I thought you were just making a quick comment, but um, let yeah, me I just the super chat from Snuggle Six Six Eight. Snuggle says there goes that comment again. Nobody said all, but the fact that you have to insinuate that. I wonder if people understand context and conversations. I wasn't insinuating that she was saying all or anyone else. I said for anybody that paints black women, and that happens a lot in this space. I don't know how familiar you are with this space, uh, with a broad stroke brush, even saying the majority of black women, but um, can find it, you know, in their minds to uh, you know, separate other groups by saying this is just a segment of that population um, that I find it hypocritical was my point. But Miss J, um, we're going to go ahead and let you in and then um, Black Wizard and then, or excuse me, then Melody and um, Black Wizard and then, oh, and uh, Nerdine. Um, Mr. Smarkitech, your camera is on, so I don't know if you want us to let you up with your camera on, but you do have the option to turn it off, but it's on you. If you want me to let it up, just type in a private chat. Go ahead, uh, Ms. J. Okay. I just wanted to ask a question. Um, you say, Jessica, that you have a lot of impressions about, um, black people from what you see on social media, um, that shows up on your, um, you know, on your phone, um, mm -hmm. growing up were you around a lot of black people that were not your family members? Yeah. 
Okay, so you I have this particular London, plenty of black people around. I know, but I'm saying with this particular behavior, you see that what the the like the fighting, the aggressiveness. Yeah. I yeah. mean, could you just mention yeah, your I've phone? I'm that, just I've saying, do that. you see this in real life? Yeah. Okay. So you see people fighting all the time. So, but how do you thinking not, that not people all, in not every day? But um, put it this way: if I'm in a certain scenario, I can see that certain girls might be more hostile or aggressive than others. Okay, but I'm just saying you're saying that you're seeing this information on your. You're thinking people in Britain are getting this because they're seeing this on social media, uh, how American black women act on social media. That's why they're acting that way. No, 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 no. I think it's part of it is community dysfunction. I wouldn't say that women here are are fighting or being more aggressive because they're seeing that on social media. No, I think that's um, I think that's more the culture and environment that stimulates that. However, when we're talking about how could I put it, um, maybe the things like the get the bag movement. When we're talking about um, American culture in, how could I put it? How could I sum it up? Where it's like almost like I don't want to call it ratchet, but ratchet sort of behavior that yeah, ratchet that, that, that we see black female fuckery. Yeah, I think that that is is partly influenced by America. Okay, because I'm just saying, over in England, y'all have a culture of also drinking your ass off all the time. Um, so, yeah, there, there's can, a there's a there's a culture of young people binge drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, mm -hmm. when I look online for England, I see white women literally on the ground, passed out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, so, that happens. That's that's a reflection. I know, but I'm just it's saying. Drinking, yeah. Right. Okay, but I'm just saying there's a whole host of issues that are going on or on over there. So it's like, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, you're coming here talking about all the shit we have going on here. But I mean, y'all have a no, whole host of issues no, over there. No, 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 Miss J. I'm talking about issues that we have going on here. I am because no, mainly no, one thing. Talk, but you're bringing mainly, up social media that you're saying thing, black women do. No, because we were talking about what have I seen of American culture before I got to this space. That's why I brought it up. But name me one thing that I speak about on my channel that isn't an issue that we have here. I'm speaking on issues that we have here in my country. And so this is why it's annoying where people are always saying, well, why are you speaking on American black women? Why are you speaking on America? These are issues that are world wide when it comes to western okay. culture but i'm saying i, I haven't heard you worldwide. Have it's not unique to you okay but i'm saying name, name a beef that you had with someone from over there is what i'm saying what do you mean i never went out of my way to beef how <laughs> okay. can i what do you want me but to I'm, do i'm to, just to saying create a beef what, out of nowhere that's not my okay. fault if somebody I, responds I, to me they i didn't say i'm just me. asking you're saying that you're talking about issues that happen up over there yes but when you talk and when you have beefs, it's always about black women over here. No, so I'm saying I, I, I will use um, either celebrity examples, right? That all of my audience can relate to. So people, because um, the UK is my second biggest demographic when it comes to my analytics, right? Over a quarter of the people who watch me are actually from the UK. So that shows mm. that one, we're... We're having the same problems and they're relating. And two, if it's I mean, specific to this space, you said if the that. space, 
if the space is full of mainly women who are American, I don't know another British woman in the space, then obviously it's going to be American women that respond to me. Do you understand right, how that I'm, works? I do understand how that works, but I'm just saying, you're saying you're talking about both sides. It's all about all this, the whole culture, everything, everything, everything. But all of your examples, all the stuff that you talk about, all the negative things you bring up are about a, spe a specific demographic. I'm just asking. It's not about not a specific see... demographic. It's not about it a specific is. American black woman is a specific demographic. But that's not so I'm when just saying. Do you see the negative? You hear me on my channel talking about American black women again. This is this is a misconception. You're okay. choosing to personalize it. It's not me that's I'm saying not it. Personal. I'm asking you. you a question. It is because that's what people are doing when they're listening to it. They are personalizing it and they are saying, why are you talking about American black women? And it's like, I'm just saying, but I'm saying you're talking about, you came in, let's talk Chrissy, for example. Okay. Chrissy was talking about something specific. had nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. You heard what she's saying. Lots of people were talking about Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. He's all over the internet, but you made a specific response video to her. Yeah. So I'm just asking, was, do you okay. do that to anybody else but American black women? Is what okay. I'm so, Chrissy was speaking on something that wasn't specific to her. She was speaking on Kevin Samuels, right? So we were both talking about things that weren't specific to us, right? But I'm just um, saying, the beefs you have tend to be with one yeah, demographic. Yeah. Kevin Samuels isn't as big here. I'm yet to actually find a video on YouTube of a, of a British woman talking about Kevin Samuels. I'm yet to find I'm that. Saying, that's just I know, an example. I know there he has that demographic. Things, I know, but you I know, chose but, that one. What do you mean? But I chose that one. I'm saying there are a lot of different topics. Black people are all black women are all over the internet talking about different things. You I know, but at that point in time, at that point in time, Kevin. But Samuels you've been on here for years. Gone, Kevin, no, I've been on here a year, right? Just, just gone a year. Your own Kevin channel, Samuels, but I'm saying you, Kevin. No, I've been on here a year, in this space for a year, not years. Right, Kevin Samuels had just gone viral. It was a hot topic. It was something that we were all speaking about. So it's not. I'm not the only person that was speaking on him. But I can't have an opinion, and I can't speak on him because I'm not American. That's what we're I getting to now. But then, no, but that's what, you're, that's what you're insinuating. I didn't say you couldn't at all. You're saying of all the other topics that I could have chosen to speak about, why am I speaking about that? And it's no, like, I'm just why saying, for example, I, why that's the latest I? thing. But I'm saying in general, do you, in general, it seems to be that American black women have a particular issue. Well, yeah, so that's, that's saying, the thing. They have the issue with her, not the other way around. No, Again, you guys are, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. We can, we, we can, we got go proof ahead, of this. Go ahead, Listen, hold on. Ms. Day, I don't know if you're aware, but I, I don't, I don't often see you outside of this space. But uh, we got proof of this. Um, just go around and put type in Jessica X and see how many American black women are talking about her versus who she's talking about. This she's not I making this up. I'm saying they're ten. It's verifiable. But it's, it's the same because. thing that you had to deal with with the Melanin J. No, you this is the thing. No, hold on. This is this. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, it is because. Hello. Did you go out? No, I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't. Well, it she's seems out so we do right, but I'm saying it seems to be that there's the narrative that it's just one sided, and I'm saying it's not just one sided. Well, no, again, what you guys, people, what you, what you, no, you, you, you keep like saying it. it. No, again, you keep saying that. That's not the case. Again, she's speaking okay, in general. She came into the people. 
But there are plenty of people who said that they have been on her side and they've heard her say certain things. And, and they've all lied. No, no, no. They've all lied. That's okay, what I'm telling you. No, they've all lied. Wait a minute. Okay. Why still have different videos get deleted? Let us read the super chats really quickly, just for a breather. Um, we got one from Gabe A. He says, there is a concentrated effort to amplify the negativity of the American Black community. It happens for Black women and Black men. It's not enough to say, stop doing it, when there is a media machine behind the amplification of the, neg uh, of the negativity. Thank you, Gabe A., for articulating what I was trying to say, because that is my point. We absolutely need to curb the behavior, but regardless, there is propaganda, even on social media platforms, as it relates to videos that are uploaded by Black people. Um, yeah, the Shade Room, World Star Hip Hop, or Black-owned, and they get money off of I that. I'm not trying to attack Jessica. I, I think Jessica is extremely brave. Jessica is extremely articulate. She's beautiful. She's all these positive things. But I, I do understand um, how Black women uh, find some of her commentary offensive. Um, we're tribal, like, and, and just like... No, you're not. You're not tribal. Yes. You, uh, no, no, you're not. not. Hold on. Let me, let me address this. Wait a minute. Let her get a point out, and then y'all can come in after, but we have to do it one at a time. We're extremely protective of people that belong to our tribe. Um, we get defensive and territorial and, you know, regardless of if it's right. And of course, we have no ownership over these people, but all black people are tribal. Uh, I know that it doesn't seem because, you, you know, the argument can be made, oh, if you're tribal, you would respect the black man and all of these other things. But um, nonetheless, we may not uh, we may not operate in um, the fashion of other black cultures that are tribal, but that doesn't take away from the fact that we're tribal. Um, I, you know, understand how some women have been triggered by her commentary, but the one thing that I can say about Jessica is I have yet to see her back down from trying to have a conversation and add clarity whenever someone does, you know, have questions regarding her rhetoric. Mm -hmm. I, I well, was this, just going to say, I... Uh, just just very quickly, I my last video was me reviewing a, a white woman speaking about Kevin Samuels. So I'm addressing the topic. It's not necessarily the race of the woman that's that's relevant here. I'm addressing the topic. And people seem to forget the shows that I've done on my channel where um, I'm addressing actually specifically UK culture and black UK culture, people forget about all of that. Why? Because it doesn't fit the narrative that they want to paint of them being a victim and me coming at them. They ignore all of that. They only recognize the thing that applies to them and that they can use to say, Jessica's coming for us. I'm a victim. That's that's all they address. They ignore everything else. Yeah, look, look, man, again, um, you guys have more smoke and more stuff for Jessica than you had. Like she just gave a perfect example, a white woman that has and she's a white period, whether she's American, whether she's Australian, whether she's from Mars. OK, same thing when Kristen Carrison brought up this white dude who 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 is 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 as questionable as I don't know what when it comes to sexuality. No one gave Kristen Carrison for that. Again, this whole thing about y'all being tribal. Come on, concrete roll. Stop it. Only time you guys are, are are tribal, quote unquote, is when you guys combine to jump on a, a common threat and a common enemy. Just the extra scene of the threat. Um, wait a minute. Hold wait on, a minute. Wait on. a minute. Fantastic. Can, I, can I get I'm, it out? Well, I, I, I just think you're kind of okay. um, mis, mis, uh, stating her but, point. 
I'm almost done. No, no, I'm not misstating the point. I, 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 I repeated it verbatim. I don't her point about tribalism. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what it really means. What it really means when you say tribalism. Point, like he had to allow me to finish mine. So go ahead, Mr. Fantastic, and then we'll, we can address your commentary afterwards. How did how did I let you? How did you I, I told that to Jessica X. How, how did I interrupt you? See, you you get you you you, sh you shoot me down, man. You putting you putting dirt on my name, and I I didn't interrupt you. But anyway, let me let me just finish up. Listen, this whole thing about tribalism between black women—the only time you guys are tribal again when you have an outside threat that you guys can you 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 all identify together as a threat. This is something that black men are listening to that are not you. So therefore, you come together to defeat the threat, and then you guys go back to bickering, arguing. Uh, not saying you, not hub, not saying present company, not saying present company. I repeat. Not saying present company, but doxing and all of this, um, you know, talking about people's family and, and all this extreme, just outrageous BS, bro, especially in this sector. So come on, man. Let's 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 not let's not cap. Let's not act like it, it, is, it isn't what's That's going literally on, what tribalism is. And it, we <laughs> no, can say it's, it's, it's really not. That is, no, right? tribalism I is a group of people you. coming to defend each other. Hang on. I guarantee you, Miss J, right? We talk about tribalism. But if I was using my platform to bash black men. These American women, right, that, that you're saying that I'm coming for, um, who are saying that I don't have a right to talk, they would be giving me all of the room to talk, right? There would but be I'm no... Saying, I never said you don't have no, room to talk. No, I know, but no, I'm not speaking about you specifically, right? But they would be. there would be no, um, you're colorist, you're mixed, you're from another country, you can't speak on this. In fact, they would be saying, see, she's, she's right. She's proving black men all across the world are dusty. She's, they would be for me. It's the message that I'm not f with what they're with that's the problem. Because I guarantee you, if I was agreeing with them, there wouldn't be any of these things where I'm a colorist. There wouldn't be any of these things that I'm a woman hater. There wouldn't be any of these things. All of that wouldn't exist. They'd be, yes, sis, in me you all know, the way. But it also would be great if you actually mm -hmm. talked about the other side of you, which is white people. I did, my last, my last, so my last video, them. my last video was no, me no, not Kevin Sam, not you defending Kevin Samuel, which my, you do it, all the time. No, no, that. no, it's but not I mean, that. It's all the nonsense about, the white women do. You can do a about, video about that shit it too. It was talking about her mentality. Time, so go okay. and actually defending listen to Kevin the video Samuel because I'm talking about her mentality and her behavior. Okay, so white women do crazy shit all the time. You also can spend some time talking about that part of your of yourself. Yes, a lot of what I say is women in general. And I've said no, this a hundred times. It applies to women in general. So you can apply okay. that to many different women. It's not just black women that it can be applied to. But again, you're personalizing it. It's not personalizing. You, you personalize personalizing it. You are personalizing it. Uh, okay, 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 personalize okay, 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 okay. Just saying. Just um, shout out to Lacey Thomas. Shout out to Lacey Thomas. She says on, for guys. a decade... Mainly dark-skinned black men like Obsidian and Fantastic have been raging about black women and showing their inferiority complex. It started with Tommy Soto Mayor. And Jessica, I did receive an email um, with a question and it said, um, do you consider your, they said that you don't consider yourself black. And they said, how are you putting, um, she said, she put mixed. Oh, they said you put mixed on an application. So how can you speak on black issues? 
because that's the difference in again that's a cultural difference so you guys have the legacy of the the one drop rule we don't have that over here so over there mixed people are considered black over here mixed people are considered their own racial group right so that's just how I, I I'm going to name myself, right? If you ask me what I am, I'm going to be mixed is how it's always been growing up. But that doesn't mean that I'm not part of the black community. I still am part of the black community. I am half black. I've grown up in the black experience because that is my, my heritage. <laughs> that is my dad. I've grown up in it. I am part of the community. So although I'm mixed, I am still in that group. I still understand what's going on. It's still in me. If you look at me, this is the thing. If I didn't tell you guys that I was mixed, you wouldn't know that I was mixed. If I told you I was black, yeah, no, one like an an no one would bat an eyelid. No one would bat an eyelid. You look like you know, a so black woman. But Jessica, my, thank you for adding that clarity because I do think a lot of people, like, you know, maybe don't realize that or don't care or neglect to realize, like, she grew up as a black, you know, in the black experience. So she grew up, at, you know, amongst black people. I guess they, they tag it differently in the UK because they consider themselves mixed race, but that seems to be kind of, um, it's, it, it doesn't seem like people in the UK consider them, consider you black, like go by the one drop rule. And she's saying, despite what our society believes i'm gonna say i'm mixed race she's kind of categorizing herself as she would be in her country right that's that's just how it is that's just how it goes here but like i say um i'm still part of the black community if i go out into the street i'm going to have more of a black experience than i am a white experience so is everything negative black uh, black negative over there no, is there everything, like any positive experience at all to speak of? Everything black isn't negative, no. But I'm saying, do you have any positive experiences to share? I, I, I spoke about positive experiences. I spoke about how um, growing up, some aunties were very loving, very kind. They didn't treat me badly at all. So there's there's positives. There are good women within the black community, yes. There are good women. I've never sat there and said that, all women are, are horrible and terrible. I never said that, but I'm just saying. I know, well, but I'm, understand. You I'm went saying, to a party. My question is, hey, Miss J, hold up, Miss J. No, no, no. When did Miss J, hold up. When did Miss J go? Okay. We still yeah. have to go one at a time. If there are two people already talking and engaging in conversation, like I said, it sounds horrible on the playback. We have a panel of eight people. Let people get their points out. Then y'all can go next, get a pen and pad, right. kind of write down your point and then come back to it. But it, it's really disruptive when the panel is kind of having a flow and they're having a conversation back and forth and everybody starts to interject. Sorry for muting you. Go ahead. Good point, Danny. Good point. Uh, we'll let Jessica answer and then fantastic. We'll get uh, your question. And then we want to also hear again from um, Obsidian. And then we got somebody new on the panel. But before we do that, we got a super chat from Good Men. He says, Jess, you made a video of white British women going to West Africa to sugar mummy black men. Why didn't Miss J see that? Right. Time VA also gave us a super chat. He says, I've noticed black women in these spaces have smoke for everyone but white men. Um, anyone in the real world knows they are far from perfect. Black women certainly are far from perfect. 
Um, and then we got one from Mr. Research. He says, Jessica, white men in this space on the panel wants you to make anti-white videos, but Miss J hasn't made any anti-white videos. Only, only anti-male. Um, I, think I haven't made any videos. Jessica. What are you talking about? Jessica, Jessica, go ahead and respond, and then we want to hear from Mr. Fantastic. Oh, I think I was basically done. You were responding to Miss J. I f I'm sorry, Miss J. Oh, okay. I've forgotten well, what your point was. The conversation forward. Well, well, can uh, I can I ask my question? He says American Black women stay trying to direct or tell adults what they should or should not do. Yeah, we are pretty bossy. Right, yeah, it's, 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 it's people telling me what I should and shouldn't do on on my channel. <laughs> and, and I, I, I had a quick question. I, I had a question. Well, this again, this is my question again. Where are the black women with all of these questions for Chrissy, for Crystalline, and for Cynthia G? Why not? Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't participate in panels. So how we? Uh, ask yes, I do. Well, well, now you're wrong. Now you're lying. Now you're clearly lying. Either you're ignorant or is you're, Chrissy you're on the panel. Lying. Cynthia G is, is Chrissy on the panel. Why can ask actually, her a question? Hold on, hold on. Actually, hold on. Actually, well, no. Go to her. Go to her channel. You're a woman. She actually. She doesn't ask her answer questions. Okay. Well, make her then. Or, or better yet, make a okay. video about it and force her. Uh, well, this one, this and, and, and Chrissy's thing. Well, Jessica gave you the formula. If you have enough of a following, or you know, she feels like you you're, you're saying something that will counter her to the point where you get her attention. Well, what she does is she responds to you. So, and, and it's it is funny to me how you guys always have these excuses as to why when it comes to black male bashing and these women that make all the money. Well, people want to talk about money, and and they make careers off of. The things you claim you want. You can't have a black family without a black man and a black woman. There's no black man out here. Not even SYSBM telling you, hey, don't deal with black women at all. Just leave them. They're this, they're dusty. They're no. Um, they're, we're actually, not there's a ton of them that. saying that, but okay. No, it's not a ton of them. Literally on black women, they don't. That, but okay. they, 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 again, they don't. Dude, but again, my, do. my question okay. to, my question to y'all, especially you, Miss J, just, just up here, you know, having a whole grill session, where is all of this smoke? For Cynthia G, Chrissy, and Crystalline. Okay, I understand you're her bodyguard, and I, I I get that. But here's the thing: on this channel, they actually dropped the link that allowed me to get up on the panel and ask the question. Those other video people don't do that. Okay, that's the reason why I was just answering, asking some questions, not trying to offend anybody. Okay, not trying to hurt your feelings. I was just asking some questions. Okay, feelings no. That's just, why just... I don't get up and ask Chrissy questions. She doesn't drop the link for me to ask the questions. Neither does Chris, neither does um Crystal and Karazin, neither does Cynthia G. This channel did. Well, That's why I did Cynthia G yeah. does. Simple Cynthia G does drop the link. Well, she doesn't drop the link. She, you know, she was respectful, and you know, uh, if it, and I wanted to say this, Jessica, if there's something you don't want to answer, you no longer want to engage, you are more than welcome to say, okay, you know, I, I don't want to continue going back and forth about this, but. You know, she was respectful. She asked, you know, some questions and um, I don't want to get stuck here either. So I want to allow everybody a chance to chime in. I understand your question. Um, fantastic. Personally, I don't frequent those spaces where any of those women um, gather. But, you know, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, so we want to let Smarkitect in and then um, Black Wizard and oh. Architect, can can you hear us? Yeah, can y'all hear yeah. me clearly? 
Good Lord, Jessica, your voice. <laughs> anyway, what's up? Good evening, everybody. Um, Hello. I have three questions, and I wonder, should I just ask all three? Or should I, uh, I think probably ask one at a time? One at a time. Because I think... <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get them all Wait, out. Y'all so, can flip um, a coin. What, what should I do, all three? I'm going to get them all out. Fine. That's a good right, idea. All right. So these are the three questions. And first, can you make, can you make a point? I'm sorry? No, I'm sorry. go ahead, love. Go ahead. Okay. My fault. Um, so, but first, let me make the point that my niece, she's very light-skinned. And she's actually been outcasted out of the black sisterhood by who? dark-skinned black women, and I, I think they've treated her outrageously horrible. It makes me want to cry, to be honest with you, but here's my three questions. I first asked, um, I, I said that 99% of black people love being black. We still love being black. I love my, you know, and I love the way my woman looks, so what percentage of African Americans do y'all think don't like being black? That's the first question. The second question is, why can't black women take criticism? Why do we always deflect and go to blah, 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 blah? Why can't you just say yes? No, I understand. I'll try. We'll make it better. We'll work on it. I'm sorry. And the last question, the last question, could we scientifically say that the darker you are, the harder you are, the nicer you are, the, the lighter you are, the nicer you are? Could we say that or is that a bunch of bull? So that's my three questions and um, I'll fall back. Okay, so uh, Danny, you want to go first at answering those? You want me to go? I'll go since you're still on mute. So, yes. uh, I think the first question was what percentage? Wait, the first question was what percentage of black people? I'm sorry. What percent of black people do you think don't like being black? Because I said 99% oh, of us love being black, but I didn't even say 95. I would say 20%, uh, 15, 20%. I always give a 15, 20% if just for good measure. Um, why can't black I'll women take it. criticism? I think that um, as far as black women taking criticism, I don't think any woman likes criticism, but as it relates to black women specifically, um, I think that, you know, we're sensitive and, and we, we feel as though we're <laughs> above reproach. So who are you to criticize me? And what was the last one? Oh, the last one, I, and I'm driving as I'm, oh, so don't call the cops on me. But I said, do y'all really think that the darker you are, the harder you are, or the more unpleasant you are to deal with? And the lighter you are, the nicer you are, like light-skinned women are nicer? Um, right. I think that's a misnomer. Um, to be completely honest, uh, over 75% of my friends are light skinned. They're certainly not nicer because they're light skinned. I think that, um, you know, niceness is, niceness is, you know, based on whatever your personality is, whatever your makeup. I've met dark skinned women who were extremely pleasant and light skinned women who were straight B I T C H's. So, I um, don't think that there's any any uh, science science that would support that, and I almost think that that's kind of like uh, slave mentality to believe that. And I'm there. 
Right. Uh, I think Ms. we need J to stop thinking that and stop using that. Okay. Um, the first question was, what was the percentage of what? I said, what, what percentage, percentage of us do you do? Uh, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. You can ask. What percentage what hate being hate black? black? I would say maybe about 20%. Um, and I'm not going to necessarily say black, but I would say about 20% hate being dark skinned. I actually think most people like being black, but you do have some people who don't like their skin color. But as far mm -hmm. as being Good black, point. I think being black is a vibe. Like I love being black. We lit. I, yeah, we are lit. So I think most people enjoy being black, but I think about 20% uh, hate their skin color. The second question was. Um, Lord, I wrote it down, but now I'm back in the house. Killing us, killing us. I'm sorry. And I thought they were going to be related. That's why I said ask them all at the same time. But okay. um, the other one was why do black women um, can't can't take criticism? Why can't black women take criticism? Um, for one, um, when you are brought up in a system where a certain mentality has been pushed, um, from when I was a little girl, I was always told that I had all these strikes against me as a little girl. Uh, for one, I was a woman. I was dark skinned. Um, and then yeah. I was a black dark skinned woman. So it, it, if you're brought up in a mentality and they're all victimizing you in that mentality and you're being victimized in a certain mentality when you're growing up, then when you start to get truth and I'm not even going to say criticism, when you start to get a certain type of truth that you're not used to, um, that nobody has ever held you accountable for. I think a lot of women would have a problem with that because they, we've all been kind of pacified um, growing up. Um, nobody has ever told you you were wrong or you were messed up for your mentality. Everybody has kind of said, oh, it's not your fault. Oh, um, you know, this wasn't your fault. You had this many kids. Oh, this wasn't your fault. You, you, you didn't fail school. Everything has kind of been blamed on your environment. Um, how you grew up, whatever, whatever. So with the criticism, I don't necessarily think most women take criticism well, but uh, black women specifically, and I'm saying most black women specifically, I don't think um, it, it's it's our thing for sure. I think that we handle criticism hard um, because we do think that we have it worse than anybody else. The third question was, Hell, I the lighter you are, the nicer you are, the darker you are, the uh, meaner you are. Is um, it a scientific total, fact? Total BS. Um, and I'm going to say this because I come from the South. Um, the South does push um, lighter skinned women uh, that lighter skinned women are better down here. And I'm going to say this because lighter skinned women are rare down here. Um, the lighter skinned women down here tend to be a bit more stuck up and tend to have a certain air about themselves that they get to carry that I don't generally notice in dark skinned black women down here. Now I'm only speci speaking specifically for the South, but um, that you, I, I, I still find it ridiculous because I do know nice women on both sides, but down here, it, you know, it light skin is pushed heavily. I can dig it. I don't. I don't disagree. Okay. Okay. Um, so, 
we'll let uh, Miss J and Jessica an well, uh, answer those questions if you'd like, ladies. And then afterwards, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. So we'll have final commentary. Okay. Um, what percentage of black people don't like their skin color? I'm, I'm not sure. I couldn't put a percentage on that. Um, I'm not sure. The second question was... Oh, Why black women take criticism? Why black women can't take criticism? Um, uh, uh, people don't like criticism in general, right? Um, and criticism means there's something about you that you have to change. And change for a lot of people isn't easy. So people don't want to change. They want to remain as they are and be accepted as they are, um, flaws and all. So that's that's for that. And then I think his last question was, um, the lighter you are, the the more the nicer you are um i don't i don't necessarily agree no all right okay uh miss j do you want to answer the question questions right the first one was what percentage of black people don't like being black um depends on what region of the country you're from and it just also depends on um you know, how black people are treated there. Like, I'm pretty sure the people in Milwaukee don't exactly find being black a pleasant experience because they're heavily, well, you can look up the stats. It's not good. Um, but if you live in, let's say, Prince George County, Maryland, you probably don't hate being black. <laughs> you live life pretty good. Plano, Texas, life's pretty good there. Um, Atlanta, Georgia, you probably don't hate. There's a lot of you know, it's a majority black city, a lot of great things to do, if you can afford it, of course. Um, so it just depends on what area of the country you're from, or actually the world, to be honest with you. Uh, the second one, why do black women um, not, don't like being criticized? Um, well, nobody does. Um, black women in particular, um, hmm. well, I guess part of the complaint is um, if a black woman does it, they get like extra shit for it. Um, I don't know how true that is. Again, probably depends on the, the circumstance. Um, but then again, it's something that we can work on. It's just, you know, listening to what's going on and correcting that. Um, as far as the lighter you are, the nicer you are, the darker you are, the meaner you are. I don't believe in that. Um, I do agree with um, certain people do return the energy they're given. So if you tend to treat them meaner, they will react that way. If you treat them nicer, they'll react that way for the most part. Um, but I've met some pretty nasty people on both sides. So it doesn't your skin color doesn't necessarily have um, determine it. It just can just determine how you're treated and how you react to it. So. That's pretty much Good that. Point, Ms. J. Um, I think we'll start with the guys who just came in because they probably want to give some commentary on some things that we've already talked about. So starting with Mr. Research, what's your comments or thoughts on the discussion? Um, and it'll be like a your thoughts slash final commentary type of thing. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, no you know what? Um, 
When it comes to people like Concrete Rose, even we guys have to protect her from other guys in this space because sometimes guys are not logical, they're just attacking. But it's something unique when a woman attacks a woman just because she's logical or because she cares about black men. There's something with a special type of hate that a woman who attacks another woman purely because she's trying to stay logical, to attack a woman personally, start asking her about what high school she go to and what was her mother's last late name, all this fictional stuff that has nothing to do with the topic, strictly because she is defending a point that she believes in. This is what our community has come down to. It's come down to, if you love <laughs> men, you gotta be attacked. And anybody who attacks has to be applauded. And anybody that don't applaud, they'll go get a hyena man to go kill that man who's trying to stop the whole thing. I just apologize, Jessica. I mean, when me and you had the one-on-one, I told you, at some point in time, you're gonna come face to face with how black men feel getting attacked by people, strangers, just for having a different view. You refuse to kiss their feet, Jessica, just like Concrete Rose refused to kiss some of these dudes' feet. And these people just act crazy. So now you guys are starting to feel the woman side of the fuckery that y'all kind of say about the men. Uh, another point, Fantastic was right. Call-in show with the uh, uh, sisterhood of Swirl, Cynthia G. You hear the uh, you hear the white babies crying in the background because the white man done left two two of those women. You got the two sisters and the cousin. You can call in at any time, but the cowards don't call. So Fantastic was right on that. Then you got another call-in show. Pink Pill has a call-in show. Cowards don't call. The whole point was to attack a person on their personals and not talk about the topic. So everybody in the chat room says it. Everybody was saying liar, liar. We got to stop this. If we can't be logical, don't just get up here and attack people. Stick to the topic. Thank you for your time, ladies, and thank you for your platform. Shout out to Sister George the Thank you, Mr. Research. Thank you so much for your commentary. Shout out to Mr. Mister for the super chat. Shout out to Mr. Mithka for the super chat. He says, shout out to the mute button. It has improved my listening experience. Hell, mine ooh, too. Ooh. Shout out to us. <laughs> um, shout out to Brilliance. He said, the community is done, but I'm going to still have fun. Me too. Thank you. Um, well, who else do we have? Was it one Smith? We got Smooth, we got RBR, and we also have Melody. So let's start off with Smooth. Let's. What's up, y'all? Good evening. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Hey. What up? What up? Hey, what's up, Melody? Hey. What on the topic as well as your final commentary? Rolled all into one. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, you, you guys already kind of touched on this already, but, um, you know, uh, y'all know the the owners of what, uh, the Shade Room and all that, I think she's she's not a black American woman, I think, well, she was born and raised in California, but she's, she's uh, uh, her, her parents are Nigerian, right? Nigerian. And, then you, and then you got folks like Issa Rae. Now, if they use their platforms to 
to teach or to portray a message like Jessica is, I'm sure everybody would have came out with their guns blazing talk about, yeah, but why don't you talk about the experience about your people and where you're from? You know, so I think that's a little hypocritical. And then on top of that, you know, yes, I get the whole American influence to the rest of the world, but that's how it's always been. America has always over-promoted what their own domestic product to the rest of the world, you know. And I say it's more of a Western woman thing, you know, the whole attitude and this, that, and the third and the whole feminism shit. But I think the problem with black women being in the forefront of it is because they don't mind being in the forefront. They don't mind shaking their ass for a couple of dollars and make a video call, get your booty to the poll to vote. You understand me? They will be up for that shit, you know, and that's why their face is always on the forefront. The same ones that be saying these niggas ain't shit won't mind doing that. And nobody's going to speak up and say anything about that. And then they want to be mad when the whole world is looking and the first group of women that they call out is black women because that's the first thing they see. But yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say. Thanks for giving me the floor. Thank Goodbye. you smoothly. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks for coming up and adding your commentary. RBR, Real Brother Radio, what you got to say about the topic? All right. Well, thank you for having me up. I'm kind of honored to be up there, to be have Thanks a real brother up here. Us. All right. Well, when I came in, it was the misery merchants were uh, telling black women that they had to compete with white and Asian women for black men who want white and Asian women. And to me, that's just stupid. If you're a black woman, what the hell do you want a black man who wants a white girl or an Asian girl? I mean... Why wouldn't you, why can't women accept, why can't, why can't black women accept black men who exclusively date black women, who embrace their black race and culture and reject the myth of white supremacy? Now, I, I, when they talked about how many black people hate themselves and wish they were white, it's 90% in the general population. It's 99.9% .9 on black YouTube. Everybody on here is taking their cues from the white manosphere, from the white girls, from uh, uh, what's that white girl's name? Tommy Loren and all the other white Amber Geiger and all the other white girls. And and so you, you want our relationships to fail. How come? Because they want to be superior. They want to make America white again. They want to live in a society where there is only one race, like in the UK, where they it's illegal for two black people to marry each other. So oh what we have oh, yeah. they got the law. They got it's the new Jim illegal. Crow laws in the UK. It's not <laughs> they got the new Jim Crow <laughs> laws in the UK two black people you go to jail if you marry each other or date each That's other. That's not true, so, guys. I know. Well, how come everybody's light like you, Jessica? How did that no, happen? They're, they're not. If if anything, America has way more lighter skinned people <laughs> than over here. No, no, we have to sell out, uh, uh, but it's not le it's not illegal for two black it's people. It's not illegal here. Black people get married all the time. In fact, I've got a wedding coming up of two black people that I'm going to. And then they have to move to the United States like Edith Auburn. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> you have to you have to leave the you have to blex it if you marry somebody black. You got to blex it. So what I'm saying is, black women don't let these misery merchants who are selling misery, 
who are selling unhappiness, who are selling false hopes that you can get a high value black man who wants a white girl. That is not a high value man. That is a sellout. Okay. That is a coon ass thing. Okay. So what we want to teach to black people, which I teach in my class. Now, of course, I can't weigh in on it because I have nothing to say because I don't chase white women. I don't think the black race is inferior and I don't believe every lie that the white people tell us. But the bottom line of it is we as a race of people have to embrace our race culture and we have to reject this myth that these races who are trying to live in a homogeneous all white society we have to stop thinking that they're superior. We have to stop voting for them. We have to stop putting them in positions of power where they could kill us and then film it and put it on world star hip hop. We have to take control of our image. Black men have to take control of the image of black men. Black men have to take control of the image of black women. And if she's not black, Put her in the back, tell her to wait in the other room, do a field advice, and make sure that we are not portraying the image Ouch. that white people are superior to us. And we got these white girls in the high yellow heifers that are out there representing black women. Okay? So I'm, I'm not saying this to demean any of the high yellow heifers and the Yvette Carnells and stuff, but I'm just trying to tell you that we have to control our image image a lot better and put forward images that are more positive that inspire people okay not that that sister who invented that vaccine how come obsidian and kevin samuels and these idiots how come they haven't done something on her kiss kiss makita corbett invented the vaccine that's going to save your life. Now, I know your massa wants you to die of the coronavirus and don't take the vaccine and don't wear a mask and join the Klan and rooting for Putin. But um, that sister saved us. Saved us from that Nazi, you idiots elected. <laughs> you black conservatives. Uh -oh. So I think that what we have to do is we have to stop letting these idiots control the narrative. Stop letting the bottom 1% of blacks the B1s. Stop letting them control the narrative. Let's start taking into account the 37 million black people that have YouTube accounts that never come to black YouTube because of this nonsense, because of this colorism, because of this selling out and swirling. All right. Let's stop doing it. All right. Thank you for having thank, me, man. I appreciate thank it. You, uh, RBR. Yeah. You make some good not, points. We, make we some great points. We appreciate you, RBR. He yeah, absolutely I'm if you were able to follow, he definitely made some good points. Thank you, RBR. You can come back and visit thank us anytime. Yes, um, thank you, RBR. Black Wizard. <laughs> we'll let Black Wizard go then, Melody. Oh, man. Um, I feel like I could go all over the place right now. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people um, up here said some things that I, I, I agree with, maybe probably less. Uh, I know you guys are probably going to hate me for this, but probably less RBR than the rest of everybody else. Oh, right? <laughs> but um, but um, yeah. Um, I think uh, I think um, you know, having Jessica X in, in this uh in the space of the manosphere and and everything like that is a is a thing that's good for the space. Um, because um, um 
having having people like her, especially like an outsider to all of our experience, can really give us uh, gives us the opportunity to have some perspective on uh, not only just how America is seen from the outside, but how Black people are actually viewed from the outside as well. You can go to her channel and see the things that she's talking about. I mean, she's talking about it from her you know point of view across the pond. Um, but um, yeah, you know, you can really uh, you could really see uh, not only how uh, our culture travels, but how, you know, how other people are viewed. And I think that's a I think that's very valuable to our space and um, for us to grow um, in our awareness as, uh, you know, as uh, just people trying to grow. Um, uh, I appreciate you guys for uh, having her on uh, and um, always uh, nice to hear from Miss J. Um but um, yeah, the, uh, there's so many things going on. I forgot what I was going to say. So uh, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Black Wizard. We appreciate you as always. You always come with your own unique perspective that you add to the convo. So thank you for coming up and joining us really quick. We got a super chat and then we'll let Melody go. Um, Snuggle668 says, it's very interesting how this young man is talking about nothing that has been said on the panel and misconstrue phrases in his intelligence. Uh, black men being pr brutally honest, Kev says, y'all on some BS with RBR. <laughs> no, we actually enjoyed what RBR had to say and I, I, I agree with some of the stuff. Um, thank you, Kev. And I think that's it. And Melody, what you got for us, boo? Wait a minute. I got um shout out to Eisen Sama. He says, uh, for the RBR fuckery. Thank you so much, Eisen. Go ahead, Melody. <laughs> okay, so we came up to ask questions and sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, I great interview. I do agree with like almost everything Jessica says. Um, but I just have a question since we're interviewing Jessica. I hear a lot of people asking you to cam up. Do you think that's part of the reason why a lot of men and women have a problem with you? Good question. Um, I'd say no. I'd say no because there are plenty of other people on this platform that don't come up however that's it's only put at me for some reason it's not put at anybody else like if you the the vast majority of people in this space actually don't come up but for some reason it's only an mm -hmm. issue um with me and mm -hmm. so when they're saying it it's it's a deflection it's a deflection for me to stop talking about whatever i'm talking about right because it makes sense and they want me to stop talking and go on to some, you know, like a whole different diatribe. They're trying to move the conversation to a different place or invalidate me as a person to try and invalidate what I'm saying. So that's where the whole cam up stuff comes from. Okay. But a lot of the women that don't cam up, they don't look like you too. You gotta keep that in you know, consideration. They don't look like you. So they wanna know that you're really this beautiful woman that spit the rhetoric that you do. Um, is that a question? I don't get that part. Say it again. No, I was saying because I, the way you look, a lot of women, I guess, are intimidated. And plus you speak, you know, you take up for the men. Yeah. So you're male identified. Together. 
and your your you know uh based on your pictures you're seemingly beautiful so uh i think she was saying because you're this beautiful woman you're young you're male identified is a, a, a large part of two why people probably want to see if you're real yeah i get that i get that um here's the thing it's I've almost realized at this point that what is it going to solve? Me coming up, what is it going to solve? Because even Harmony. after all of this, <laughs> hunger, um, racial issue, <laughs> child support. issues. They want to make sure she's not dead. <laughs> They want to make right. sure they're not dead. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's like all the, the, the rumors are ridiculous. But I, I realized that even then, um, them knowing that I am me is not going to stop them calling me a colorist. Them knowing that I'm me is not going to stop them saying that um, I'm male identified, I'm a pick me, all of these other slurs that we hear. It's not going to stop any of that. All of that's going to continue. It doesn't change anything you know that's that's my thing so can we ever expect you to cam up will that be coming hello oh okay i think hello yeah we hear you okay <laughs> um maybe at some point but when i do it's it's not going to be it, it would just happen it's not going to be something that I announce that um, I, I'd rather it not be like a huge deal. I think it's a bit weird that it's a huge deal. If anything, that makes me not want to do it even more. You know, I uh, mm. the, the obsession so with it to me is, it. is unhealthy. It's unhealthy and that puts me off doing it. I don't like somebody trying to, to pin me down um, into a corner i don't like that and so if anything it's going to make me do the opposite and it's going to make me resist um i feel like a big part of the cam up thing as well is that here's here's one of the the here's the biggest reason why i don't come up come up there are women in this space and, and a few men but mainly women who hate me with a passion and that's not an understatement it's truly not an understatement. And I've said before, um, you can go over to certain panels and hear them talking about doxing me, hear them talking about find out where she works, let's send them clips, hear them trying to do all of this stuff. These women, if they had the chance, they're going to try and, and ruin me. And this is, it goes much bigger than us speaking on a YouTube platform. It goes much bigger than that when this stuff can actually affect my real life, where the venom that some of the people in this space have can affect my, my real life, my opportunities, my security. That's an issue. That's, That's an issue. And so it is sick. It is sick. And I know it's not 99% of people are, are normal. 99% of people wouldn't even think of doing something like that. But that 1% is right. still is 1%? dangerous. Right. Yeah, and so sometimes when we well, sit down and we're like, why don't people want to put, um, you know, themselves fully out there? We have to look back at this space and see some of the stuff that goes on and you'll get the answer. 
they put people's families out there. They put pictures yeah, of people's houses out there. They've. I can understand that. Yeah, I, check I, out I, Tommy Sotomayor. Really <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, about look at Tommy Sotomayor. What he has to go through. Because these are closing comments. I'm scared about oversharing okay. for that very reason. So, Jessica, you do have a, a great point. Um, we want to go ahead and move the panel along because we've been on here for almost four hours, and I didn't intend for that. Um, we are going to have Nura Dean. You can provide us with your final comments, and we'll have O. Hey, can you hear me? We yes. can. Okay, good. Hey, Jessica, I just want to say, you know, even though I came with my federal building comments and everything like that, I actually really meant it, even though it was kind of a joke. Because remember, you had on, what's her name? The Melanin J. And she was the prototypical type of woman that we talk about here. And I, 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 I was really happy that you put her on because you actually are shining a light on what's going on. And um, with the Kevin Samuels um, interview with that lady, um, a lot of, I, I, have to, I hate to say it, but a lot of those type of sisters will push your buttons and keep going and going and going until you do snap. See, a lot of people are not, they're looking at, oh, well, they said that she was average at best, but they didn't see that disrespect that she was showing him. See, and a lot of us are supposed to put up with that. We're supposed to get with that disrespect and put up with it and take it. That's the reason why I support Kevin Samuels, because even though I'm not a high value brother myself, I kind of get where he was going. With the, with the disrespect that he had to take. So you keep bringing up like women like uh, the Melanin J and let her make an absolute fool out of herself and understand that that's what we have, as men, that's what we have to put up with. And what happened with Kevin Samuels is saying that we're not putting up with it anymore. So I wanna say thank you for bringing on Miss Melanie J. Was it Melanin J? Yeah, and um, after, after a while, I'm like, you know what? You know, that's the reason why, you know, the black man's option is winning. Mm -hmm. And I know some of those guys from the black man's option and they're winning. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to join the black man's option. And I've actually talked to some of them. They tell me they don't want to deal with the average um, African-American woman anymore because they see what's going on. And when they go down to like places like Brazil, the, the black women in Brazil are seeing what's going on up in America. And they're telling these black men, you don't have to put up with that bullshit. They say, stop putting up with that bullshit in America. Come down here I will and we'll treat you better. That's what's going on. for a green card to your country. Shout out to you, mm -hmm. nerd. No, thank, no thank, that's not true. Can that's I just say, David, mm -hmm. David Johnson made a very interesting uh, comment. Go ahead, Jeff. And he said, facts, Jessica, they can't hit what they can't see. They're trying to bait you out into the open so they can attack your real life. And I feel like that's exactly what's going on. People are trying to bait me out to put more of myself out there. I'm not stupid. I know that the moment that I come up, my that video is going to be circulating everywhere, like everywhere. I don't um, deny that. And they're Definitely. trying to bait me out in order to to try and, like he says, attack my real life. I feel like that comment is spot on. 
That's a good point, Jessica. Um, we got a few super chats, and then I'm going to let O go in this J. Uh, one from the Steel Curtain. He says, repeatedly asking that a person show their face only highlights one of the problems in the Black community. Focus on the message, not the person's color. Good point, Steel Curtain. We appreciate you. Lacey Thomas, she says, Black men are the ones who keep colorism alive with generalizations about Black women. Many videos of black men making nasty comments about dark-skinned black black women. Mm, I see, I know they are. Well, no, that's um, BS. Mr. Fantastic says, uh, you want the PS5 or see <laughs> Jessica X cam up <laughs> black YouTube? Um, and then we have another from Steel Curtain. He says, sorry about the typos. Let's focus on the issues and not the person's color. Focusing on their color is, a super, is superficial and doesn't help solve any issues thank you steel curtain we appreciate uh appreciate you um and then oh it's been a minute since we heard from you because this was a fairly large panel and we got to run in our mouths uh oh melody says don't cam up um, i'm, I'm trying to find a way to a lot that's been said so what are your final comments obsidian oh okay i thought you were talking to uh no. For, to Jesse. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, th this whole dust up. I mean, going after. You know, it's interesting. Um, I hear where. Yeah. Okay. Look, we get it. You know, let's let's can we be honest here? Cynthia G, Chrissy, Chrislyn Karazin, etc. At all. They do speak for a sizable portion of black women. We can debate the numbers. We got black women right in this very camp that really ain't that bothered by it. I'm not saying that they're zealots for them. They're just not that bothered by it. And um, at the same time, there is palpable smoke for Jessica. Now, we, you know, we, we can be just honest about that. I, I've been, I'm good with it, you know? Uh, I, you know, I don't think that these people should have a right to be, you know, censored or shut down or anything like that. But if we're going to play this straight, then let's play it straight. The bottom line here is there are a lot of black women, including black women in this in this very venue, that ain't that put out over Cynthia G. They're just not. They're not. Just, they're not just that hot and bothered over over Chrissy or whatnot. They're just not. And at the same time. They do feel some kind of way about Jessica. They do. And I think that's what's undergirding this entire issue all the way up to and including Kevin Samuels with your average at best. And I, and I got to bring it back to this again. I'm sorry. You don't have a right to a mate. It's not a right. You don't have a right to a high value guy. Or a high post guy, or whatever you what do you want to call it. I'm sorry, you gotta compete. And that means nowadays you gotta compete against everybody. Because guys in that class are attractive to everybody. And Jessica would represent that at least in part. And I'm sorry. More black women need to be told to stay in your lane. You don't qualify. More black women need to be told to do the work. Do the work. That means you got to if you got to get up extra early in the morning to put it in on the treadmill. Oh well. If that means you got to go and get that little nip tuck, we all heard of the story about Jocelyn Cano. 
We don't know who she is. The story, story tells us that she died on the operating table getting a Brazilian butt lift. Now, I'm not saying black women should go that far, but what I am saying is that that's what your competition is willing to do, ladies. That's how far they're willing to take it. I'm sorry. A lot of sisters ain't going to be this, 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 this whole, you know, colorism, fat shaming, all this stuff. I'm sorry, man. It has a shelf life. It does. It's starting to wear thin on the black men who matter. Okay. It's starting to wear thin. You either want to do what it takes to get the guys who matter or you don't. And going at the people like Jessica isn't going to change it. I'm sorry. And nobody else is checking for you like that. They're not. Some of you are going to have to make, be, be okay with getting what you can get. Or you're going to live the rest of your life alone. And I'm sorry. I'll go ahead and put it out there. Nuruddin's talking about jumping ship. I'll be goddamn if I'm going to pay for ungrateful broads. Who not only just turned a brother down back in the day, that's one thing, but they had to get nuclear with it. And even now in their twilight years are going to be ungrateful? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That they ain't going down like that. It's high time black women had a serious talking to and a coming to terms. And, and the real sad thing about all this, and I want to say this and I'll, let, and I'll wrap it up. It's really sad that we have to do this with black women who are solidly middle-aged. We're not talking about young chippies here, 19, 20, 21, 25. We're talking about black women, 35, 40, 45, 50. Come on. It ain't racism, sis. It ain't colorism, it ain't fat shaming, it ain't body positivity. No, you're just lazy and entitled and mean. And people don't want to put up with that anymore. They don't. That's it. Thank you, Obsidian, for those interesting words. Um, shout out to the beautiful BAP for the super, uh, excuse me, for the cash app. She said, very balanced conversation. Um, Dane wasn't on his job today, Mr. Fantastic, so I don't know. Um, shout out to good men. He says, dark skin black, dark skin women say mm -hmm. they're gonna divest because black men are colorist to the men that cast Halle Berry as Storm and marry white passing Asians as second Bye. choice. Good mm. luck. Oh, that was kind of harsh. Um, thank you so much, good man. Um, next we are going to have Miss J. About just the final comments or something yes. for, for said or just final comments. Um, <laughs> um I got to go. I mean <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it, overall, it was a good discussion. Um, I think some valid points are made. Uh, one of the things that Black women do have to um, really concern ourselves with is um, the images that are put out there. Um, we don't control the images put out. Now, 
people who do put stuff out there, they control what they put out there. But overall, we don't control our image and we need to really tighten up on that. Um, stop supporting things like World Star Hip Hop and um, the Shade Room and, you know, various um, rap stuff and reality TV stuff and put more positive views of black women. Black women are doing a lot of good things out there. They just don't get the promotion. And so we do need to work on that. Um, as far as competing, um, we need to be careful how we compete. Um, cause you can compete the wrong way and end up in a worse situation than what you're in now. I personally don't think black women need to be out there competing with our bodies, <laughs> mainly our vaginas. That does not seem to work out for us. Um, you basically really need to be careful with who we have kids with, what kind of marriages we have. Don't just jump in there to get a ring on your finger because you could be jumping from the frying pan into the fire. Um, you know, there's many things we need to work on. Um, some of the things that we focus on doesn't really benefit us, such as the whole your average at best thing. I think we really blew that out of proportion. <laughs> made it way bigger than what it needed to be. Um, people do have a right to their own preference and what they seek for in a mate, um, accept it or don't, but I don't think you should be losing your entire goddamn minds over it because it ends up being really embarrassing. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother topic. Um, but yeah, good discussion. And again, I'm not, I'm not, wasn't attacking Jessica. I don't, you know, I don't have an issue with her. Again, I have no issues with biracial people. I have them in my own family. I grew up with them. It's not a big deal. Um, I was simply asking questions based on the answers that she was given about how she sees stuff on social media. I just wanted to know whether or not she sees Black people in real life or is her main information she gets is from you know social media, which doesn't always show the entire story of what Black people deal with and go through in our whole culture. Other than that, I, I don't have an issue with anything. And um, as far as the other thing, I don't watch Sinji, Chrissy, or Kristen like that. I kind of got away from that because they're kind of on one topic too much. So I personally didn't know that they dropped links because when I used to watch them, they didn't do it. So that's pretty much that on that. And that's it. Well, thank you so much, Miss J. We always appreciate you coming through. Um, shout out to Christopher B. He says, seemed a rigorous exam of Jessica. Did anyone find Jessica Jessica's elusive blind spot on Black American culture that all Jessica supporters overlook? Um, well... I will say that this discussion was meant to be a little rigorous. Um, True. We wanted to ask the tough questions. We didn't want her to have, we wanted it to be a fair interview. Um, you know, we would have been accused um, from one side or the other. We're going too hard or we're going too soft. We didn't ask her yeah. about this. We didn't ask her about that. We wanted to get down to all of it. And I think we did a good job in doing that. Um, I don't, Jessica's a big girl, honey, and she ain't no punk by far. So I, I, I didn't think she was going to come up here and shy away and cry and 
oh, they were out to get me. I, I didn't think she was going to do all that. And like I said, she didn't. This was a great interview, um, I think, for both sides. So, yeah. Um, shout out to David Johnson. He says, damn all that. Black women compete, compete, compete. Facts. We will. Thank you. Okay. Just don't do with your vagina because you're going to have a bigger problem. So let's get Mr. Fantastic in here and then we can hear final thoughts from final commentary from Jessica. Yes. Hey, um, I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Um, uh, officially, remember, I'm the bodyguard, as Miss J said, not not daddy. Okay, I know y'all, uh, me and Jessica do have that ringtone coming out since y'all requested it, though. Um, uh, it's gonna be a 70 30 split her way, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, you know, hit us up, we'll see it, get it set up for y'all. But, um, it's always a great conversation for y'all. And stop slipping, man, drop the um, cash app link so I can click that and ain't gotta scroll through my shit to send y'all this money. It's all right, I think, um, YouTube aren't allowing. Um, people in the chat to drop links anymore so that's probably why the cash app link isn't showing up in the chat so you'd probably have to type it at the beginning um sister george or concrete and then pin it because you can't drop links anymore okay well it is dollar sign the breakdown 2020 that's dollar sign breakdown 2020 thank you so much the breakdown 2020 thank you um jessica x Thank you so much for doing this interview. Um, this is probably one of our better interviews. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, we were going to come at you with some vig some vigorous um, questions, invading. We wanted to know. We wanted to get some things out, but we wanted you to have your chance to really speak on some issues that you may not have gotten to speak about and to actually have uh, some clear um, understanding or for everybody else to get clear understanding. And that's another word I'm trying to get out, but I can't get the word. But anyway, thank you so much for coming through. Um, this was great. We really appreciate you. It's it's my pleasure to be here. Like you said, it was a great interview. Thank you for having me. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Any more final comments? Um, no, I won't be too long-winded. Probably let you try and keep the stream under four hours. Just thank you for having me. Thank you I hope so you guys much. enjoyed I really it. appreciate it. And shout out to Fantastic for that cash app. Thank you, Fantastic. Concrete, it's your turn. Okay. She's gone. <laughs> <Sorry about laughs> Yeah, but um, I honor Dean. Mm -mm. It's over. All right, no problem. I was gonna say nothing. Never mind. Um, this was whew, yes, definitely by far one of our best interviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jessica, for taking um, us up on the offer to and accepting our offer to interview. Thank you for being extremely open about the questions that we asked and. Um, not limiting us to not asking about certain things. Thank you for taking it all in stride. Um, definitely, uh, I don't know if I came off as hostile, but um, my 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 main concern was just to make sure that you understand that there is like a different perspective. And I'm not sure if that perspective is being considered, but I wanted to at least um, add 
you know, that, that different element that I don't always hear in the conversations in this space. But um, I really, really appreciate you. I have, you know, even more respect for you now after being willing to kind of withstand the heat. Um, and I know that, you know, we were respectful and everything like that. But um, even the questions that Miss J was asking, I know some people seem to be annoyed by Miss J asking certain questions, but I, I didn't feel like she was respectful. I mean, disrespectful. I didn't feel like, you know, she was out of line. I think that, you know, she was asking for clarity. And those are questions that not only Miss J was wondering, but I'm sure some other people that might listen to this stream have also wondered about. So I was glad that she came in and asked those questions. Questions. But, um, you know, once again, I just want to just kind of extend my uh, appreciation to Jessica for being willing to do this. Um, thank you. I appreciate you. I've already said how much I think you're extremely intelligent, articulate. Um, you know, I think that, you know, you provide some definitely um, some some female balance to the space. Um, even though you're considered male identified, I think that you do a very good job of adding supports to any argument that you lay out. Um, good job. Keep up the good work. I wish you continued success and continued growth. Thank you to everybody who joined the chat. I mean, excuse me, everybody who joined the panel. We had some people who we've never seen on the panel before and some people we haven't talked to in a while. Very diff uh, very unique perspectives that were given and um, very interesting dialogue that took place with the panelists. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who super chatted. You guys really supported and showed out tonight and I'm appreciative and everybody in the chat. And that's all I got. Um, yes. Um, and, and for those who, that are concerned about who's my mods and stuff, we have uh, people from both sides of the spectrum, um, heavily, heavily invested in some black pills. Some of some some of them, our moderators are even in red pill rage. So I, I thought it was only fair to give um, the sisterhood uh, a chance as well. So we have moderators from both sides. Please hit the like button on your <coughs> way out. Um, we greatly, greatly appreciate everybody from coming through. Thank you to everybody who joined the panel. Thank you to everybody who cashed at us. And thank you to everybody who super chatted. Um, Jessica X, again, thank you so, so, so much for gracing us with your presence on this Sunday afternoon. And we greatly yeah. appreciate guys. You are welcome. And just quickly to say, um, you guys that are new here, please make sure that you press the subscribe button because as you can see, it's a great channel, great discussions, and I'm sure you want to be a part of it. So hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and yeah, come back for more. Um, shout out to Smarkitect Man. Thank you so much for joining the panel and you had some great questions. Um, he says respect. Um, Roger Report Live is going live right now, so be sure to go by his channel. If anybody can drop the link, that would be great. Um, the Roger Report Live, the Roger Report Live, the Roger Report Live. Go over there, he's going live right now. And y'all know Roger be coming with some stuff, honey. I ain't gonna Absolutely. say no fire because we, we <sighs> got my fire over here. I did want to say really quickly to any of you all who are curious about Jessica's perspective or who, you know, are, are not that familiar with her content or just interested in what more she has to say. Make sure you guys check her out, too, and go over and show support and subscribe to her channel as well. Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, thank you guys so much. We will see you guys back here 
concrete. Will we be going live Wednesday? Uh, yes, we'll see you guys Wednesday evening. Okay, because I got to go get my hair done. You know mm -hmm. what? We'll see y'all Wednesday. All right, have a good Bye -bye. night, guys. We're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.